Welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome, on this big time Monday, August 21st, 2023. This sports program starts right now. Football! Happened this weekend, a lot of teams playing players that we know, a lot of teams resting players that we don't know. There's joint practices still taking place. There's canceled joint practices taking place. There's preseason games in abundance. And I can't help but think to myself, we are just... 17 days what? away from actual NFL football, and we can't wait. Let's go. Yeah. Hope you all had a fantastic weekend. We enjoyed it. The Toxic Table is here at Boston Connor and Connor's Mullet. Ty Schmidt is here looking very dapper. And one half of the hammer, Don Cowboys Tone Diggs is here. And we'll be diving into all of the NFL storylines. We'll have the great Rappaport, rap sheet joining us in the third hour today. Cannot wait for that. Andrew Whitworth, former offensive lineman for the Cincinnati Bengals and Super Bowl champion with the Los Angeles Rams. Now with Amazon, will be joining us with Fisher Price. Okay, there's a big announcement today. Okay, yeah, Yeah, I think some toys. Bingo. Love Fisher Price. Basketball hoop. No, these things are out today. These oh. are they made one of uh these are called little people. Holy shit, is that you? Yeah, this is me. They made a little person me here, you know what I mean? Whoa. Obviously good fluff on the hair, nice tank top, little roughed up jeans there, little person me. They sent to me. Thank you very much, Fisher Price. And uh I, I think they are doing this for a fantasy football league okay. as well. If like you enter that. to win, you gotta go to Mattel Creations, but they get a bunch of team ones. They're 25 oh, yeah. bucks. They're available right now at MattelCreations.com. There's a Pittsburgh Steelers one. Tony hey. Diggs they sent to us. Shout out to them hey. for sending that to Tone. There's a Go Pack Ghost, a hey. Green Bay Packers hey. one. Boom. And then there's a Patriots one. Boom. Hey. Nobody's gonna buy that. Well, but nobody. nonetheless, these things are 25 bucks at Mattel Creations. I believe Andrew Whitworth's gonna be coming on to chit chat about them. I feel like we just did our thing there, right? We yeah. just promoted yeah, the yeah, shit yeah, out yeah, of yeah, this. I oh, yeah. love these things. Huge. Right? We just did it. I think we killed that. That's what I'm saying. I think Hell we just, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So we're going to have to prove this to Shout a out. bunch of people once we go on ESPN, whenever, you know, some bigger named humans that we are not able to reach are going to come on the program. We're going to have to sell some of their stuff. Yep. Oh. It's like Super Bowl Radio Row basically all year potentially. Mm-hmm. I think we just fucking crushed it with crushed that it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Nothing Perfect. better than a new thing of toys. Dude, 25 bucks too for that Hit entire me? thing? Football? Is it available at a store? No. Who goes to stores anymore? Nobody. Idiot. Go to Mattel Creations. Dot com. That's M-A-T-T-E-L-C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-S dot com oh. to get yours today. Yeah. I thought it was metal. I thought that's what you were yeah. saying. No, Mattel. Mattel. I did not know Mattel and Fisher Price were the same. Me neither. I did not. That's a big conglomerate. That's a, almost a monopoly on the whole baby toy thing. Are they the Absolutely. ones that killed Toys R Us? I think everybody killed Toys R Us. I think you killed Toys no, R Us. No, no, I think no. you killed Toys R Us. No. I, think you killed I was Toys with there. Girl. I picked a slip out. I said, I have my video game, sir. Yeah, and for people who don't know, Mattel is the company that we all know of, but they def- they do good stuff. But for the people who don't know, what would you maybe say they do oh, in boys. particular? Oh, they're toy kids. Company. This oh, is a okay. baby kids. Okay. Probably the biggest okay. one on the, on the Oh, earth. Connor, you didn't know that. I had no idea. Okay, I love that. I absolutely love that. <laughs> yep. Mattel and Fisher-Price are the uh, toys for, like, little children. Ah, okay. Andrew Whitworth's coming on for a little children toy thing. Okay, okay. I'm caught up to speed. Yeah, you, those who have not been around children or have any kids, no. I can understand how you might not have a clue what the hell that is. No idea. Yeah, and me about... Three and a half months ago, probably had no idea either. But boy, 
You find out quickly once the little human comes in. These two motherfuckers run the world. Oh, Mattel yeah. and Fisher oh, Price yeah, right? are everywhere. And if they miss on one item, guess what? You're going to go buy another one yep. to see, hey, you guys got this thing figured out, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, my baby girl doesn't like this particular rattler, but you get her another one. Pull. Now she's in it all day. That's what Mattel and Fisher Price kind of got you. Oh, yeah. and that's what that boy on YouTube opens up presents yeah, for and sure. stuff. That that's, boy was really yeah. doing it. Yeah. yeah. What was it? Eight year old boy. Right. Uh-huh. Was Young opening boy. those toys mm-hmm. and making millions of dollars. Yeah. yeah. All right, we'll dive into all the storylines around the NFL. We will certainly have a lot to say about all of it. Everybody seems to look good in the NFL. There's only been a couple teams that have not looked – Buffalo Beals. Uh, there's only been a couple teams that have not looked great, but doesn't mean we're worried about any teams. It is what it is. But this year has had some more storylines kind of develop. We're all very excited to dive into all of them. Obviously, A.J. Hawk will join us in the second hour as well. But the big story of the weekend, and I think we all agree with this. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This sport that has become ours now, yeah, yep, soccer, right? Yep. Of course, we got the best player on earth, yep, by far. We're gonna win a World Cup, yeah, what? What? and it's our sport now. Why? Yeah. This weekend there was a tournament that took place, a finals that took place of a a, a thing that we didn't know existed until this weekend, mm-hmm. or maybe a couple weeks ago. Whenever the greatest player of all time joined it, mm-hmm. Leo Messi has just continued his dominant reign yeah. over the entire soccer world. Now I saw highlights of him back in the day whenever he was playing for Barcelona, of course. and whenever he was doing his thing, very similar to what he's doing right now. So we got the world saying, "Well, this is what happens when you get playing." farm league it's like he did this to your leagues oh yeah yeah. and now he's just doing it here for years and now it's in a country where (laughs) it's our sport yeah Yeah. all right yeah people watch ladies and gentlemen joining us to chit chat about the soccer takeover that it has been with old leo methy and apple that's seemingly making a great play on investing on this guy Mm -hmm. uh our soccer aficionado one half of the hammer cowboys bob el gampino Gumpy, good to see you, pal. You look fantastic. A little bit of uh, a different background for you there. Just the old school green screen. I like it. Going yeah. rugged on this Monday. Yeah, the old background isn't working this morning. Classic Monday. You know how it goes. Oh, the background's got a case of the Mondays. Let's talk uh-huh. about something that is not a case. I got a case of the Messi's. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching this soccer. I'm watching these tournaments. What did he just win? Does it matter? And what does this mean for the MLS as a whole, Gump? I mean, we all know it's just Messi being messy. Like, he's the GOAT. Everyone knows it by now. That's just what it is. That's how it goes. What's this guy doing? And the other thing is. What the hell? Let's go! I wish I mute his phone. Yeah, I mute his phone. The uh, wow, our friend, our family member, one half of the hammer, God, Cowboys, old Gumpy, was deported for four hundred. In 46 days. Whoa. And as of Saturday evening, when he caught a red eye from Victoria to Toronto and sprinted through the fucking airport in Toronto to make the flight, he's all the way back, Gumpy. We fucking love you. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Now, Gumpy is back for good, is what we're being told. Whoa. Legally. 
Okay. Yeah, he is back yeah. legally. Huge. Yeah. yeah, so get ready to hear a cackle that you have never heard before if you're new to the program. If you do not know who this Gumpy character is, just you thought this show was toxic. Just wait until this Canadian ship painter yeah. with no college degree, which <laughs> did become quite a conversation piece through this whole immigration process, is back on the mic. Gumpy, Gumpy, what a time, pal. Welcome home, Gumps. There we go. Now we're back. Okay. Now we're back. That. Slow start. Hey, great to see you. Thankful you're back. Messi one. Do we care? Oh yeah, he's the goat. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we just did all that to get you back. <laughs> yeah. 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 Congrats to Messi though. Way yeah. to go, Messi. Ten goals, seven games. Is that good? You Legend. tell me. They haven't lost. They're the League's Cup champion. What is this League's Cup? What does this mean? It's just the Mexico League and the MLS League middle of the season, but. They'll get cooking now in the in the regular league and make a push for the playoffs. Got to make it. They're still in dead last in the MLS? Yeah, they got 14 games to make it. Okay, well, I don't think they're sense? ever going to lose. Yeah, they're going to win four. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like they're not going to They win. won the 10 penalties the other day uh, to win the League's Cup, and their goalie rifled one top shelf. And then the other goalie, Gump, Guys don't score a penalty with a helmet on. Those are just, that's how it goes. Those was, are the rules. He was, he was a little kid. <laughs> Those penalty. are the rules, He was dude. a little kid goalie. Yeah, he had a helmet on. Like, he looked like Peter Check out yep. there. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, and the goalie, the other goalie that did not have the helmet on. And, hey, listen, you do what you got to do. And that's if right. it gets to the 10th penalty, nobody yeah, yeah, is expecting yeah, sure. anybody to make any. But then whenever the inter-Miami goalie rifles one, and then he's in net, and the guy has the helmet on, you just assume that the mentally tougher one here is the guy that just scored <laughs> and rocketed a and then he makes the stop. They celebrate. They go crazy. League's Cup champion. Did we know that existed? No. no. Here we are. We're the chomps. Unbelievable. All I heard is we beat Mexico. There yeah. Boom. Is that what you heard? Yeah, I heard that as well. Suck again. It, Mexico. And again. Again. What? It's our sport now. Speaking of our sport, football. Um, yes. Yeah. You know, Gumpy's return is not just something that we've been eagerly awaiting. No, no. It's been something that's been eagerly awaited around the world. Mm -hmm. Gumpy, we're going to have to figure out your microphone thing back there for sure. That's going to have to become something that is that is easily figure-outable, <laughs> which we there assume it, it will be. Uh, but there is a message from one of the NFL head coaches, most specifically the Miami Dolphins, a message from the head coach about our friend Gumpy returning. Gumpy, what is up? Okay, we are we are about to go to practice right now, but all I can fixate on is the adversity that you've overcome. They kicked you out. You're back. Okay, you didn't blink. Okay, just let the rest of the shipyard know it spins up, spins the ep up time. Can't wait to hear you. Uh, love the show, um, Yolo. Love nice. that. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Gumpy, it's true. He was excited. Whenever we sent a message out, we said, hey, is there any way we could get a, a video for Gump coming back? Coach McDaniel, I heard, was like, yes, absolutely. Fins up. Let's yep. go do this thing. They love you down there in Miami, Gumpy. That was unbelievable, man. I mean, the journey back, I've, I've missed you guys. Like, just yesterday, like, having dinner with you, Pat, and just being here this morning, like, I can't explain how much it means to me to be back with you guys. Like, 446 fucking days, dude. Like, we, well, were we thought it was going to be three weeks. We were told yeah. a month. Yep. Yeah. Three months Jesus. tops. Yeah, at most. <laughs> Living out of a suitcase for a fucking year, dude. Like, I, I cannot explain how happy I am to fucking be back with the lads, man. It's so awesome. Hey, we welcome home. Buddy. Yeah. 
Gumpy also caught a ten-year ban in there as well. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't just three yeah, months. Yeah, it wasn't just uh, it wasn't just four hundred forty-six days. Oh. There was also a lot of adversity behind Leak the day. scenes with a lot of paperwork. Three different law firms. What? Uh, three different ineptitude kind of situations uh-huh. with the immigration offices in D.C. Very. And then, you know, had to shake some hands, do our thing. That's right. Got pushed through. Our guy, yep. it, you're good for a few years, I've been told. Three years, we're How cooking. About, you're allowed to drive? You got a car? Mm-hmm. Real life. You can, we have a real life out here. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can, and completely legal. Now, we for, did learn that there was some times where we were operating maybe a little bit illegally under the immigration laws. Well, everyone well, does. But that's stri- not everyone. Well, well COVID. Well, it was COVID. Yeah. COVID happened. It was COVID. We didn't know what was happening. And that's the first time ever. And, I mean, border gets shut down. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's quite a gray area there yeah. that I feel like anybody with some sort of brain would have been able to see through. But some of these letters I was getting from our United States government about our filing for Kyle Cathcart sure. were not positive. No, not at all. We're talking actual sass like, yeah. in oh, the paragraph. Mm-hmm. Like actual pizzazz on the, oh, you think this process is for a sports show, blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh, this person's done some research on yeah. us. Yeah. And this person does not like us at for all. some reason, it felt like. Exactly. So there was a lot of moments of like gloom and doom and everything like that. But here we are. You're going to be back for the season. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Dolphins are going to be good, right? Obviously, of course. No worries at all. It might be that group of teams that doesn't look good. Do you have no worries at all? I worry about our offensive line. Everyone's talking about the Jets' our line. Our line is, in fact, could be Cheeks as well. Oh, Cheeks. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Cheeks. oh, now when the internet starts saying something's Cheeks, you know it's real. Obviously, we heard that about Malik Cunningham. Yep. His senior year at Louisville or his junior year at Louisville, whichever year he decided to declare after. And, Gumpy, obviously, every time we get a chance to chat with you, normally it's about soccer. The soccer world also wanted to welcome you back. Friend of the program, obviously, Tony Miola. What? Okay. Hey, Grumpy. What's up, man? It's Tony Miola. Welcome back to the U.S., man. See you soon. Yes. Yeah. Tony. I was watching Tony late night last night while fucking doing the St. Louis game. Play that one more again. Hey, Grumpy. What's up, man? It's Tony Miola. Welcome back to the U.S., man. See you soon. He Nailed it. Tony. He sent us another one he with did. Gumpy. Yeah, you know? he did. But that one. He was like, oh, let's get it right. I'm like, much better. Not. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. You nailed it. It was amazing. Everybody's pumped your back, pal. Thank you, brother. I, like I said, I mean, I fucking love you guys, man. This is this is surreal to be back in this spot, like, where I'm supposed to be. Like, this, yeah. this is Hell fucking yeah. awesome, boys. First day in the Thunderdome, too. What's your yeah. thoughts? Unbelievable. I mean, we got a good pump in this morning. We were fucking, <laughs> hey, all is well, man. All is well. Just like, you know, in a couple years, we'll look back on those 446 days as if it was just a blip in the radar. Yeah, that's right. You know, it won't count as that much long, or that much length of time later whenever we think back. Sure. But, boy, there were some bad days. Yes, very. There were some days where we thought you had no shot. One lawyer actually told him, fuck it, go. Yeah. yeah. He said, just go try to make a run just for try. it. Just try. Go ahead. Go just take him this piece of this email we just sent you. Yeah. Yep. Just go right into basically the courtroom and then just tell him, yeah, it's supposed to happen. Maybe they'll let you go. And then he walked right into a courtroom and he ended up being on trial for a 10-year ban. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just 7 a.m., wake up. Oh, I'm going to go. I might. This lawyer says I'm getting back to America. <laughs> I'm walking in. Right now. By 9 a.m., he thinks he's actually going to jail. Yeah. yeah. And then he gets delivered news he has a 10-year ban, 
And then he's back on a ferry back to his hometown, 9.45 a.m. It's like, what a fucking wild. Crazy three And hours. that was when I lost hope. I want to let you know. Yeah, oh, it, was, yes. it was dark days. I remember that face up with you because we thought I was coming back. And I was like, dude, within like two hours, I thought I was coming here. I was back on a ferry back to fucking Victoria. Like With two a hours. Band. Yeah, yes. the guy was like, "You got a ten-year ban. Now we're gonna ask you to answer all these questions and take mm. the plead or take the oath or whatever." I'm like, "I got a ten-year ban. I'm not answering anything. Just fucking send me back." Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. <laughs> move. I saw some lawyers on X and Twitter put some videos out of what you should say whenever people start questioning you. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Remember <laughs> that video? Oh yeah, all the time. Yep. There's a, the please shut the fuck up. Yeah, once again. Shut, Shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. That's yeah. what Gumpy did. Yes, he did. And it's crazy because the highs were really high. There was like four or five different times Gumpy was back in like seven to eight days. Coming yeah. home. And then all of a sudden we would get a letter that was like 10 pages long. Mm-hmm. And it was beautifully laid out yeah. in detail on why Kyle Cathcart is not coming back. Listen, we're not just going to let your buddy into the country, okay? <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Lady said that. Yeah. yeah. That was one of the answers we got. Yeah. Oh, so you're friends with Pat McAfee. Okay. Mm. Thanks. Let us tell you about our laws, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. I'm like, God damn. I don't know. Because social media and like his job, what his job is, these dinosaurs. No idea. Have no clue that it's an actual job. He's an internet splunker. What does that even mean? Not, Why would that be? Well, it's a very important job. He worked uh, 15 years at the shipyard, though, so okay. that should be able to get him in. He's got good grit. <laughs> yeah, yeah the guy's exactly. got good grit. Well, we're going to need a 10 to 15 year breakdown on what uh, Kyle Cathcart has contributed to TV, and then we can go from there. We got letters. The amount of emails and letters we got from the vast amount of people from yes. different buckets that have encountered Gumpy. We're talking WWE people and high-ranking. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. High-ranking yeah. people Big from fish. pretty much everywhere writing like in support of Gumpy. And we all kind of thought, and Gumpy, I apologize that this is the case, but I thought, man, Gumpy must have like some, some sort of... Something on his file. Yeah, yeah. He killed somebody oh, he 15 some years demons ago. In his he did attack a very high-ranking... Uh, Health official for years and years. Yeah, I understand he went after Mike Florio for a bit, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I, I think, like, I, there was moments where I'm like, man, why are they being so mean yeah. to Gumpy right now with everything else going on? So we just assumed that you potentially did have something that you haven't told us about, mm-hmm. and we didn't want to ask you about it because it was uncomfortable. We just assumed that was the case. That was the case. You were, they were literally just kind of like, nah, fuck nah, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Get him out. <laughs> yeah. We learned a lot about the immigration process, and I'm not going to say we're going to be the face of changing it. We are never going to deal with that again. Never. We are just going to go ahead and go the opposite direction, but we are very thankful for Devin Brooker. Um, Devin Brooker, yeah. Devin Brooker. Yep. Of Gallagher's yep, office. Yep. Beast. Uh, Gallagher we, Beast. Gallagher Beast. Beast. Yeah. Yep. Beast. Beast. Real stepped up huge here. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Gallagher is yeah. a fucking dog. Yeah, he's my president. He, he, I don't think he's running for president. <laughs> he's he so is. focused on beating China. Beating yeah. the Jack. That is literally all he does all day, every day. He is in there. Yes. You know, trying to defeat them. But also, some members of his office listened to the program and they kind of heard what was going on. And they kind of, I don't want to say led, but they did. They were like, hey, we'll do this. Let's do this. You guys got to do this. And then we did some politicking pretty much. Yeah. yeah. We, we shook some hands. And that guy got Gumpy back into America alongside his office. So we appreciate the hell out of him. Yeah. Hell yeah. Gallagher's like a uh, Sean McVay. You know, he's in that umbrella, but it's in politics. 
Like I could see that guy coaching for the Rams for a week and then being a head coach of the Browns or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You got good energy. Good energy, mm-hmm. smart guy. Young gets it. Can have yep. a beer with him. Right. We'll love to see that defensive plan against Tricom. Yeah. Oh, he's got, got one. Bro, he's got A lot of blitzes. He's got dry race board. We're going to run a little inverted twist here. Going to man zone <laughs> yep. over here. Mm-hmm. I heard there's some real stuff popping off of them, by the way. Oh, yeah. Who's that? Always. Who, who he is. Yeah, the godless, yeah. soulless chat. Oh, yeah. The every, CCP is not sleeping, my every, friend. Every single day. No, like some real stuff starting to pop off, I think, with like boats entering. Mm-hmm. Like our potential. Oh, yeah. That uh, international water she explained about with Taiwan, 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 <laughs> Taiwan and how, how that whole situation is. I, I believe that has turned quite sour. They okay. won't win. Well, oh. if, if Mike Gallagher is on the case, I got faith. And we appreciate him for getting our guy back. Also, a man named Alex Jarvis. Not supposed to say names, probably, with these people. But but he was a dog. He was great. Mm-hmm. Happened to be on the same plane as him. Uh-huh. And then that plane got delayed for like three hours. And we were sitting right next to each other. And I was just giving a full-on, because he works in D.C., has worked there for a long time. And I, I was laying it on him, but oh, this is your fault. So, like, yeah. everything that has happened is your fault. We do this with ESPN. You should see us talking to representatives from ESPN. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this is your fault. So, yep. this, you've been there a long time. Yep. This is under your watch. Well, not, I mean, same thing with this guy. I said, we've been trying to get our buddy in. He's the only human on earth that can do the job that he does. Only one. I'm not taking an American's job away. This is literally an American dream story. And for some reason, your fucking town, I told this guy, doesn't want this to take place, but everything else we got going on isn't there. He like actually put it upon himself too. I got a text like four days later from this guy. How'd he get my number? I don't know. He works over there. He sends me a text. He's like, hey, I looked into your buddy. Let's do this whole thing. So big thanks to everybody that kind of dove in on this thing. And uh, we got our guy back. Mm -hmm. And Gumpy, you're going to make our show better. You're going to make our life better. And you're going to make this football season better. Hell yeah, Bubba Gumpy. Welcome back to America, buddy. Hell Hell yeah. Can't wait to watch Hammer Down with you boys in the studio. You guys are going to be wild out there. All right, let's dive into some of the news around the NFL. Basically, whenever we say that everybody's good, it does feel like everybody's good. Let's start in the city of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Now, the Pittsburgh Steelers obviously hold a lot of weight in a lot of our hearts here because we're from Pittsburgh. And last week, the Pittsburgh Steelers took care of the Plum Youth football team who lost one of their members in a house explosion. And they were incredibly hospitable and nice. Everybody from TJ Watt to Kenny Pickett and everybody in between. Shout out to those guys for doing that. And shout out to Kenny Pickett seemingly becoming a dude. I don't want to say overnight, but the Matt Canada offense is appearing to let him do a lot more stuff, and him and Fryermuth connection right here is great, and Fryermuth bringing back the, yee dab! Love it. Uh, <laughs> the dab's <laughs> back, is what he said. Uh, I, I assume that most Yenzers will start doing it if they're going to keep scoring touchdowns, but them throwing the ball and opening it up with Kenny Pickett has been really fantastic mm-hmm. to watch, and people are talking about the Steelers being a sneaky contender Ooh. this year. Now, they were taking on the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills did not look fantastic. Obviously, if Kenny Pickett's going to look very good, that means on the opposite side of the ball, that team's not going to look as well. I believe there was a running back, Warren, undrafted, who pulled away from the Buffalo Bills defense, and Kenny was kind of picking them apart. And on the offensive side of the ball, Josh Allen got sacked a few days. Yeah, this dude's undrafted. Hi! 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 That's in one defense for the Buffalo Bills. And I'm not saying that this is problematic for the Bills, 
But the Steelers looked much better than I think we could have guessed. The Bills didn't look like what we think the Bills would look like. But as a Steelers fan, you've got to be incredibly optimistic about what's going down. The preseason so far has gone, before, through the first two games, has gone about as good as you could imagine. it. And yes, it is only the preseason, but uh, the last few preseasons, they've looked like dog shit. So it's, it's, and that's kind of turned into what the season's been for the offense. So it's really nice for them to come out and actually look fucking awesome and everyone's every single person's been involved al robinson's been involved deontay johnson's been involved pickett to pickens was last week mm. fireman's been involved jalen warren gets involved Naj hasn't been involved yet we'll see how that goes uh the old line whoa 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 whoa, 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 whoa. the old line has looked good all the rookies who were balling out at camp have looked really good in the game and like it was good to see like that's over that throat of muth was over matt milano and jordan poyer who are both all pro pro bowler players like are they trying their hardest i it's hard not to when you're on the field in, in preseason. I don't know. And Micah was there, too. Um, hey! Oh, great dab. Calvin Austin had a really good punt return against. And then, yeah, the defense looked really good against Josh Allen. It was 14 nothing after the first quarter. And it was as good as you could possibly imagine. Herbig. He appears to be her good. Yeah. yeah. Another. Dude. So he's basically. He, they drafted him out of Wisconsin. Okay. TJ Watt drafted I'd, out of Wisconsin. Okay. He's basically been his shadow. He's basically followed him around. He kind of. He's not as tall. He's not as big as him, but he looks kind of like him coming off. It's it's been awesome, and it's yes, it's only the preseason, but you would like them to look good in preseason, then look like shit in preseason. Michael Lombardi said the the misconception is that you don't have to be good at the beginning of the season. You can get hot late and win a Super Bowl. You know the Giants did that mm-hmm. way back in the day with Coughlin. They almost fired Coughlin. Then they turned around. They beat the Patriots whenever they were undefeated in the Super Bowl. So you can just get hot late or whatever. And Michael Lombardi goes, you look at stats. The teams that are good at the end of the year are good at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Now, there might be some people that obviously develop and grow more than other teams, but it's not like trash bags at the beginning of the year every single year are just becoming great teams. Something's flipping and the switch is going. So the Steelers looking good. I think you, Matt Canada, right? Huh? It's been good so far. Yeah. It, huh? I mean, he says he's calling the same stuff. I don't buy it. I don't fucking believe it. But we're watching. Yeah, okay. you can see the difference. Unless Kenny Pickett's like, okay, fuck you, new play. Yeah. Which, by the way, awesome mm-hmm. if that is what Kenny Could Pickett happen. is doing. He's been ripping it. Too. But there's a lot of optimism coming out of Pittsburgh, which is beautiful. Nice. Mark Caboli even put out a tweet. He said, normally I'm a negative prick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, like, Kenny Pickett has looked phenomenal. Really good. In the way he's handled himself. Obviously, we've seen the offseason. He's drinking beers with the boys Why? at Luke Combs. Yep. Mm-hmm. They got an offense where he's able to open it up. He's making all the plays. They seem to have swag. And Moxie Tomlin is always going to have the boys in every single game. What if the Steelers go on a run? Now the NFC North is problematic. Let's talk about another division that is problematic. The NFC East appears to have you know, some very, very very sound football teams. Yeah. Yes. Philadelphia Eagles and Philadelphia Eagles, we assume they're going to be great. Still mm-hmm. same offensive line. Jalen Hurts is still there. AJ and Devontae are there. Sirianni's there. They got better on defense. Philadelphia Eagles obviously going to be the favorite until they're not. But how many years has it been since the same person has won back-to-back NFC East titles? I believe after last year it was 17 in a row. So they passed that they passed that title around a little bit. And we've seen the bottom of the NFC East, you know, not that far in recent history where a team that was like 7-9 and nine ended up going into the playoffs because they won the NFC East or whatever. But this year, if you look at what the Giants are doing right now, mm. now I know it's just preseason, and we have to preface that with every conversation. Sure. But Daniel Jones, another year in the same offense, being able to pick apart people and also – just sling it. Yeah. And he's got Darren Waller, obviously, out of the Raiders camp, and they seem to have a great relationship together. And how could you not with how big Darren Waller is? But 
every ball that Daniel Jones threw was a dart, perfect spiral, and he seems very comfortable in the offense. They got Saquon back at a different rate, obviously, than all parties were expecting. Are the Giants not being talked about at all because the Jets, because the Eagles, because everything like that? The Giants are going to be a problem this year. I cannot wait to watch old Danny Dimes on a brand-new contract and another year in Wink's defensive system. That team's going to be fucking good, I think. Yeah, and another thing Lombo said to us, too, was like, yeah, sure, you can't really point point directly at stats, but you can point at what the team's doing as a whole. Like, the Giants are really good throwing the ball and rushing the passer, so I assume that is something that they're probably going to be really good at, just like the Steelers when the regular season comes around. Now, who knows if Jalen Warren is, you know, ripping off a you know 70-yard run, but if they're good at those things in the preseason, to Lombardi's point, that is the stuff that translates to the regular season. The Giants feel like one of those teams, and it was kind of similar to the playoffs against the Vikings, where everyone loved the Giants against the Vikings in that playoff game. Yeah. And you almost get, you know, jinxed on it. Like, oh, everyone loves them. I got to go Vikings. And now it's kind of a similar thing. You actually watch them play, and it's it's impossible not to think that they're going to be a really good football team. Dable is a great coach. Yep. Yep. Everybody loves Dable. You hear all the ex-Patriot guys are like, if I was to play for anybody, it would be Dable. Yeah, love him. Gronk said that. Edelman, I believe, was at camp the other yep. day. Mm-hmm. Kind of shouting out. I forgot that he had such a yeah. deep history with the Patriots organization. Oh, yeah. But, like, players love him. He's still driving that blue F-150, Bruce? Uh, is yeah. Dayball still driving that blue F-150 or not? Hell yeah, he is. And Mike Kafka's offense with the 12 personnel, Bellinger and Waller, it's looking awesome on that first drive. you got to be pumped that everybody's talking about the Jets and not you guys, I guess, kind of quiet over there? Yeah, fine under the radar. I mean, you know, still dominating the city. but Well, I don't know <laughs> if that's the case. Aaron Rodgers is starting in this yeah, final preseason yep. game against the New York Giants. Excited to hear why. What did you say, a little footnote, about how much money the tickets cost on the Jets' side yeah. versus how much money they cost on the Giants' side? So 50-yard line, the Giants' sideline's about $350, $400. You can get tickets on the Jets' sideline for $130. Bucks, so. <laughs> that's a Giants wow. fan right there. Can't wow. Just reminding people of who's been much better as of late as opposed to this Jets hype train that's taking place. But I think every time I see Zach Wilson do Zach Wilson stuff, Man. we're watching Pro Day Zach yeah. Wilson on NFL games. Yeah. Now, they're just preseason games. We have to preface that. But even if you see in hard knocks and the decisions that he's making around Aaron. Now, everybody's going to say that we dangle you know, from Aaron. Of course. But I think it's pretty obvious here yep. that – through osmosis, getting a chance to watch one of the greatest players of all time operate, not just on the field, in the meeting room, in the locker room, out of the building with your teammates. That type of stuff is just a priceless amount of information that Zach Wilson is getting funneled his way. And then whenever you see plays like this from old Zachariah Wilson, uncle founded Jet Blue Blue Who, I am off Little shimmy shake gets the corner. Could go out of bounds. Nah, give me a big shot. Boom. 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 I believe they had a camera on Aaron. And uh, I think at one point he said, get out there. Because he <laughs> yeah. clearly could have got out of bounds. But this type of confidence and swagger. Then you see his teammates celebrate with him. And then you think about where he was last year as a New York Jet, where the fans were booing him. His teammates fucking hated him. They were wearing somebody else's shirt at his position around the facility and traveling. Then you see this. It's like, wow, this guy's been reborn. This guy feels fresh. This guy could be the future of a franchise 
And that's what we're getting from a preseason game. I couldn't even fathom how much better Zach Wilson's life is right now with zero pressure on yeah. him and getting a chance to actually learn from a player who's probably most uh, similar to him, both on the field and off the field. What a time for the Jets. Good for Zach. And Aaron came out and said, I plan on playing like uh, a few years, and then Zach runs this thing for 15 years, and then we're good for about 15, 18 years. Mm -hmm. So that's an interesting thing. So Aaron Rodgers is saying, you know, I'm probably playing like three years here. Yep. They're going to have to pay Zach now. They're going to oh, have yeah. to do that right. deal. But what a perfect, huh? Nice little handoff. That's how Aaron's viewing it. Jets fans had to love hearing that. Packers fans, another three years of Aaron Rodgers. That's good news. Get to watch your guy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Like, I can't imagine how freeing it is for Zach Wilson to be able, he can just go out there and have fun and play and kind of just like, he knows like, okay, I just got to learn stuff. I just got to pick stuff up and it's not the same, but like, you're looking at Jordan Love, like, clearly, guess what? Like, the osmosis thing is real. Like, yeah, we haven't seen him play in a regular season game, but, like, sitting behind one of the best quarterbacks ever, like, whether or not he's actually actively, you know, there was the big thing when Favre, uh, when Rodgers first got there, he's like, listen, I'll, I'll teach him stuff, but it's not my job to get him ready to play. Like, and I think Aaron took that to heart, and he's kind of, like, changed that a little bit. Like, not obviously, he's not trying to make sure that, like, Zach Wilson comes in and takes his job, but, like, he's very confident in himself so that he can he can let him know, like, hey, I'm this. Like, we're looking for, for this. Like, on Hard Knocks, he's mm -hmm. every single thing they do. Like, no, you know, and Zach, to Zach Wilson's credit, too, like, he's asking questions. He's not, like, you know, kind of jaded because he's not the starter anymore. I think he did realize, like, hey, BYU, like, yeah, I was the big man on campus there, but, like, it's different when you go play in New York and you're expected to be the savior of a franchise. And now he's got a guy who is... Potentially the actual. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's you can just be like, hey, so even if it's, like, little trivial stuff that maybe he thinks he should know, like, why'd you do this or what should I do here? And you can see just through a couple weeks, like, it's already paying dividends. Well, you see Aaron's out at, like, uh, Knicks games and Islanders games. Oh, yep. yeah. Plays. Rangers games, plays with his teammates, going to his teammates' event. Like, the reason why he wanted that play is because somebody on the team Uzama. is like an executive producer, yeah. So he wanted that to just, like, show face. Mm -hmm. You know, like, hey, I'm the quarterback of the team that you're on. We are teammates. I'm going to show my face here. It's like those types of things that Zach Wilson can watch and be like, oh, these people need to know that you, like, care. Yeah. Got it. Genuine time. Yeah, like we're friends oh. playing for each other, not just with and alongside of each other. Got it, got it. Okay. Like those types of things. So you don't get that situation where it's, do you feel bad about how the offense is done? No, no, I don't get mm -mm. Next question, shut up. And then the whole locker room's like, fuck this guy. Yeah. And you can kind of nip that in the butt ahead of time if you're friends with people that aren't just in the quarterback room. Sure. If you're friends with defensive players like Aaron and Sauce, mm -hmm. seemingly very, very tight, playing catch for If you're friends with, you know, the offensive linemen, they're probably going to care a little bit more. Mm -hmm. You're friends with your wide receivers. You're probably going to be able to figure things out a little bit better. It's like those things. I wish Andrew Luck got to see Peyton do it. Not that Andrew Luck wasn't like that, but there's other things that you can watch too. Like Aaron telling a head coach, like, nah, don't like this play. Yeah. We're not running this play. Like Andrew didn't learn that until like second, third year, fourth year, where if he saw Peyton, I think he would immediately have known like, okay, if I'm not comfortable with something, I'm able to say, yep. nah, yeah, not, not doing it. And that's like something that quarterbacks are expected to do, especially if you're going to be great, as opposed to just always, you know, kind of laissez-faire on every decision. It's like the rest of the team wants to see that too. So good for Zach, good for Aaron, good for the Jets, and good for you guys, back to your point. Jordan Love, huh? Man. Yeah. This dude's a player. Mm -hmm. Everybody was coming after us thinking that we would not be Jordan Love supporters. 
I feel like we have been Jordan Love supporters, and watching him play, there's good reason that we've been Jordan Love supporters. We all remember his first training camp where the videos were being leaked of him just missing entire nets whenever he was trying to do an accuracy drill. Now he's in a bucket every time he's on camera, seemingly. The teammates love him. The Packers are going well with him. And against the Patriots, he's throwing fucking missiles. Yeah. Jordan Love, I assume, has won over all the Packers fans that were maybe thinking we're going to be in a transition year and a bad year. And what I'm seeing out of them, Packers fans might be the luckiest group of people of all time. Yeah. Once again, this is just a preseason right. game. Mm-hmm. But from Favre, that's a compliment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Compliment yeah, for him. playing career. Playing football player. Great to Aaron, football career. To this guy, what a incredible run. Now, it was uncomfortable at every single one of those yeah. transitions. Yeah. Sure. You turned a lot. It was not great. You know, there was a lot of bad times. But what he's been doing, I think we all think, hey, there's a guy mm-hmm. in Green Bay right now. Yeah, I mean, it's the same deal. You try to temper expectations because it is just the preseason. But – the more you watch him, the more the more I get excited about watching him once the season actually starts. Like that touchdown to Jaden Reed right there with the play action, like that reminded me of Rodgers. Like and I just yeah, with the ball placement, the way he carried out the play fake, like all that stuff. And it just again, it goes back to what we were saying. Like he very clearly yeah, he he was not ready to be a starting quarterback when they first drafted him, but he learned a hell of a lot and he obviously has the skill set. He's got a big arm, he can move around. I think they're still going to figure out uh they said that there's been some issues with the center, so they might end up having a new center once the the season starts cuz he had a fumbled snap that wasn't really his fault, but outside of that, all the throws he's making like it's hard not to be like, yeah, he's he's a guy. He's he's ready to go. The Packers are going to be just fine. Speaking year. of a guy, I think we all kind of forgot Call that bitch my bodyguard. Yeah, yeah that's, that's my, my bodyguard. Body Drew Locke. Oh, man. Highlights all yeah. over the place in Falling. Seattle. Now, Geno Smith obviously just got paid, and that's his team. They had the number one offense in the NFL last year yep. through the regular season. Seattle obviously surprised a lot of people. We see Pete Carroll last week fucking wheeling and dealing on the run, slicing and dicing. Drew Locke, same exact thing on yeah. the field. He, we forget was supposed to be the future of the Denver Broncos franchise. Always pick, right? Hey, this is going to be, yeah, yeah, this is going to be our guy. One thing leads to another, one loss to another, erratic play, another year of wondering, is this our guy, is this our guy, is this our guy? Denver Broncos time kind of ended. He gets traded to Seattle. People are like, oh, here we go. Competition between Drew Locke and Geno Smith, although Pete Carroll seemingly was in Geno Smith's camp the entire time. But we forget about all that whenever – we see throws like that. It's like Jackson Smith and Jigba, okay. Probably going to be able to make some absurd catches in the NFL just like he was able to in college. But Drew Locke put that thing over a guy's shoulder mm-hmm. in between threading a needle. What a ball. Perfect. Yeah. What a fucking ball. This Seattle Seahawks offense was great last year. Mm-hmm. Seemingly going to be great this year. And if anything happens to Geno, Drew Locke seems to have found his game again. It's – I – him and preseason football, sure, right. preseason football. Him and Zach Wilson are almost identical as far as like how they came out. We're supposed to be the next guys. Kind of their their play styles too and stuff like that. They didn't protect the ball. They have live arms because they can make every single throw. And now they're behind a guy where they can just kind of be free and like kind of return back to who they were kind of in college. It feels yeah, just wrapping on a sideline. Yep, yep. Doing a little jeezy, chilling. Mm-hmm. You got to do what you got to do. And then if you go in there. This game plan was made for somebody that isn't you. Just kind of go and yeah, yeah. expectations are nothing. But in that, you see these glimmers, and you're like, that's an NFL throw. That's an NFL throw. Mm-hmm. Like Kenny Pickett, that's an NFL throw. Mm-hmm. That's an NFL throw. There's so much optimism around the NFL, even with 
a guy who regressed so much from year one to year two that you thought maybe this guy's going to get kicked out of the league. Then you remind yourself, well, he had a special teams coordinator and a defensive <laughs> yeah. coordinator and yeah. his yeah. offensive coordinator. And that's probably – Mac Jones is slinging it right now, huh? Yeah, he looks good too. I mean, it's not at the you know extent of those other guys, even you know Kenny Jordan. I think they've had more moments. But, yeah, he had two series this past – week against the Packers. I think the biggest thing with the Patriots is that the majority of the rookies that they have have all played unbelievably well. We've never really seen uh, a situation with Pop Douglas where he's playing two snaps a game, he's getting two catches, and then they sit him down for the rest of the game. I mean, he's a six-round pick, and this dude is basically a made man already, two weeks, two <laughs> games, rather, into the preseason. So there are things like that that you see, and it's like, okay, the Patriots aren't showing anything one, and hopefully they just have this diamond in the rough. But this does feel to be Mac Jones' last chance because he's got all the pieces around him now. I love this preseason. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Hate watching the games. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they boy. suck. They are so bad. The one last night was brutal. Holy sh... These highlights are sick. They're they fun. are. Yeah, they are. Highlights are sick. Fun yeah. to watch. But, boy, watching through the low. Oh. We want to let you know, the low lights in these preseason games, if you're not watching, if you're like Darius fucking Butler. Mm-hmm. Of course. He's yeah. not watching any yeah. of these games. Guy doesn't like football. Not at all. Nope. Can't wait to have him right here and yeah. just be like, what do you... You don't even like you football. You don't know. You don't even watch football. You don't even like football. Yeah. Preseason games are tough to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot more lowlights than highlights. Yeah, for sure. But the highlights do give you that glimmer of hope. Kansas City Chiefs said Patrick Mahomes started ball yep. 15 times. Yeah. What? Okay. 15 times, played a whole quarter. Travis Kelsey's out there as well. Reigning Super Bowl champions, reigning MVP, mm. playing a lot of time in preseason when in a lot of other places they're not playing at all. Patrick, though, I think feels like. Oh, that looks normal. Yeah. I mean, that is this is a fucking week 14 game here. Patrick Mahomes running to his right. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey leaks into a wide open space. First down. Travis Kelsey clears the space. Number 11. MVS. MVS. Yep. Kind of got it. Ooh, that was kind yeah. of a. That was, uh, Simmons, that was a bit of a bop. There was a penalty. Yeah, Isaiah Simmons uh, got a late hit on Patrick Mahomes as well. He was he was throwing his body around out there. Yeah, safety. This feels like it's week fourteen here with Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, they they're going to score on Patrick Mahomes playing football, especially in preseason football. But Andy Reid's like, nah, we're doing this. And to Patrick Mahomes' credit, and to Travis Kelsey and MVS and the offensive line, because they're not going to put Patrick Mahomes out there without the starting offensive line. They're all just bought in. Mm-hmm. They had the shortest offseason. Make yeah. the Super Bowl, you have the shortest yeah. offseason. Let alone quarterback and everything else. They're back in there doing it. This is a team that wants to win a dynasty. Mm-hmm. This is a team that somehow still has a chip on their shoulder. And this is a team treating preseason as if it's 1995 yeah. instead of 2023. We need to look out for these goddamn Chiefs being on a war path, seemingly, from day one. When other players are resting, they're choosing to play. Makes no sense. Make it make sense to me as an Indianapolis Colts fan that had a sold-out stadium. Mm-hmm. Lucas Oil was sold out. Yeah, excited. Really? A lot of excitement. So- Juiced. Sold out. Wow. Crazy. It was fucking bananas. How fact- now, Chicago Bears fans were there. They are probably like 35 40% of the people there. A lot of orange. Yep. Actually, potentially affected a dog. I looked oh, into really? this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they did this uh, at halftime. They had this uh, dog show. Mm-hmm. It was sick. It was sick. I mean, this one dog jumped like 14 feet off your owner's back, little springboard. Oh, oh. There was another dog that did like a jump off backflip thing off its per- human. It's cool. And then there was a dog that was trying to break a world record. And this dog and this dude, he hucked a Frisbee. Punters are punting balls. Kickers are kicking balls. <laughs> players are coming onto the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a clusterfuck here. They saved this for last. Should have had it first yeah. when the field 
Ford was the most cleared. This dude throws this thing. This dog catches it like 85 yards away. So full sprint, 85 yard, finds it in between players. Like Colts players are standing here, refs here. This dog goes. Dog runs all the way back. They're like, all right, now time for a world record. The field has filled up more. Oh, yeah, so many people. Field has filled up more. Mm -hmm. And this dude hucks this Frisbee. 130 yards, maybe? Yeah. And the dog starts sprinting. Then the dog can't find a Frisbee, so then the dog turns around. Yeah. Dog comes back one more time. Full field now. Mm -hmm. No way they should do this. We're all kind of watching, like, maybe now's not the time to send a dog staring at the sky onto the field. This is the dog. This dog is a fucking beast, dude. This is the completion. Yeah, unbelievable. So the next one was 120 yards. Dog couldn't find it. Think the Frisbee was potentially getting lost with the Chicago Bears fan. But we did not have Anthony Richardson on the field. We did not have any of our offensive linemen on the field. And that's the reason why, because the O-line didn't play. Mm -hmm. So they didn't want to put Anthony Richardson out there, obviously. But that old stadium was there to see AR do one thing. And Colts fans were like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Who's playing? And then all of a sudden, Minshew Mania. Oh, hell yeah. Here we go. Beast. Threading the needle, doing his thing. Love that Minshew's on the squad. I don't know how our team's going to be because we didn't get to see a big question mark, which is the offensive line. There's That guy was going to huck that thing into the stands. I love that. That was his immediate thought. And Gardner Minshew put it right through that guy's arms on purpose. Yep. Great ball. And thought it was picked. We were right there, obviously. Uh, it was thought it was a touchdown. But, like, AR not playing at all. And the offensive line not playing at all. I assume it's because the joint practices, they were able to see it. Mm-hmm. But the whole stadium was there to see that fucking guy. And then you see Patrick Mahomes playing like a full quarter and a half. And it's like, are we making the right decision or what's going on? Who knows how they'll handle week three. Yeah, the amount of Anthony Richardson jerseys, shirts, kids wearing them, they were everywhere. And I was like kind of taken back almost because I don't know if I've ever really been to a preseason game. Definitely haven't on like a Saturday night like this one. Just being in the stadium and like looking around, there is a completely different buzz this year with the Colts than there were in the previous years. And that is for sure because Anthony Richardson. So if he has even a little success early and if Jonathan Taylor stops crying, then maybe there's a chance. Oh, he's in a minimal business negotiation. Well, you know what? There's, There's lives at stake. With with the Colts, okay. I don't know. This is I don't know if there's lives. Well, uh, this, there was a L life, and unfortunately, oh, heartbroken. No. That's what people are saying. Heartbroken. I didn't want to get into this because it's a feel good here. Yeah. Lolita has died. That's right. My God. The whale that was going to be saved from a life of horror inside of a too small tank by Jim Irsay where he was going to run a 757 and turn it into an aquarium yep. mm-hmm. and fly her from Miami to Washington. Mm-hmm. Literally the longest continental flight possible was going to turn an entire plane into a, a sea That's yeah. right. for this whale to experience wide open wilderness and waters and get back and maybe maybe find her mom, Yeah, mm-hmm. see her mom and live a good life. Mm-hmm. Dead. Whale's dead. Yeah. So dead. Wait. Love you, Takate. God damn it. I go to the game on Saturday. You know, it was nice to get back in there. Mm-hmm. I see Matt Conti, Colts PR guy. He's hilarious. Yeah. He comes up to me. He goes, Pat, good to see you. Introduced me to his kid. You know, his kid's friends. Good to meet you guys. Your dad, obviously, a legend, this guy. He goes, hey, seriously, you see Jim? Like, let's make sure we're yeah. lifting him up, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm like... Jonathan Taylor's situation getting that bad? And he goes, well, yeah, of course, but also, like, the whale. Yeah. 
No. That's what Conti said. I would, mm-hmm. Makes sense. The whale. So I guess Jim was devastated. Yeah. I don't doubt it. He's, Obviously, he's heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Takate, also known as Lolita, never got to experience the open waters. Oh. But she did pass away. Makes me wonder what would have happened in that plane. You oh, know? Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know how that would have ended up working. Oh, yeah. Curtains, blouses. But Jim Ursay spending 20 some million on that plane. And then Takate dying on that plane. That would not have been good. Come that might have broke Jim. Yeah. That might that have, have broke Jim forever. They, they did it with Free Willy. He was fine. Yeah, I don't know if they put him on a 757. Yeah, yeah it was an AC-130. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, free we Willy. had some ideas of the game. Listen, we had a similar situation, okay? Let's say we had a whale in this office that was sent away. Thought, couldn't come back, okay? The process of trying to get back almost killed that whale. You're right. But once you're on that plane... Once you know you're on your way back, Takate would have been fine. I don't. I don't know if they would have been able to get through the Buddhist. Uh, yeah, Lolita. Yeah, and let her know like, hey, this is going to be good. You're going home. You're going. Mm-hmm. You're going. She's like running her head into those pods that are up mm-hmm. in the first class. Like yeah. her husband. She's like, what the fuck is going on? I probably here? would have put on Free Willy though for. Her. Yeah, this is going to be you doing this whole thing. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, Lolita's dead. So. <laughs> Say uh, say a prayer for Lolita. <laughs> yep. She lived a good life. Yeah. Did? Did she? Sounds like did she really did. 56 that. years old or whatever. Yeah, yeah but whales. Cell. Yeah, whales live 120 years. I, I, Lolita dying, just kind of like an alarm. Like maybe Lolita didn't have the dog mentality. And what? She was a Buddhist. Yeah, we yeah. know that. Right. Well, well, maybe she didn't have the Buddhist mentality either because I know Buddhists would have lived through a plane and been like, oh, okay, I finally get to go back. She didn't to even my get home. to the plane. Yeah, she, she didn't get, get the to the plane. Yeah, that probably scared her and she had well, a heart attack and died. Do you think she was told about the plan and that no. scared her? I no. think Takate no. kind of a bitch. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I said it. How fucking dare As we've broken this down, that, as we've broken this down, look her right in the eye. You are a I'll look her right in the eye. I'm not doing this. Hey, Taki Tay. I'm not. I think you're kind of a wuss. No, I am not going to sit here. Sorry, Lolita. And allow you to say what you just said. I'm sorry. That's just how, show. That's my truth. You're out of line. That's my truth. You're out of line. That's my truth. This guy. If Gumby was, I can't believe Gumby, this guy. If Gumby, this, I can't do the show with him. No, no, no. Hey, hey. Don't drag me into this shit. Don't drag me into this shit. Mute me. Cough button. Mute him. You think if Gumby. Was he Canada for that long? Yeah. Thank you. And then he had a boat. And then he was muted. Muted. Nobody can hear you. That's right. That's because you guys are a bunch of fakers. You guys. Bunch of fakers? She just died. She just died. This Buddhist just died. What does this mean for locker room? Anyways. Rest in peace, Takate. Are these going on the jerseys? Yeah. So we were hoping that maybe a statue out front or I think a good thought would be the Colts horseshoe yep. with Takate going in the middle. That's a good idea. Kind maybe like put it on the helmet. helmet. Yeah. Have you, seen the, have you seen the Vancouver Canucks symbol? It's basically a, this horseshoe with as a whale. So That's what we're talking. Is that actually Takate or just a random killer whale? Exactly. We don't even know. Lolita. I don't even know. That was one of her last jumps. Look how much air she got. I she know. was ready. Yeah. I know they don't really do this with whale blubber anymore, but what if they used the carcass to create commemorative candles and handed them out to everyone at Lucas Oil to have a vigil? Cool. You think Jim Irsay wants everybody smoking Lolita around Lucas Oil Stadium? I don't think so. No. What's this guy's deal? He should stuff her and put him in his house. Yes. <laughs> Hang her from the rafters. It'd be awesome. 
be in the Jim Irsay collection. Exactly. Yeah. You walk in, ZZ Top's playing on yep. the stage. Jim Irsay singing. You know, you got the Muhammad Ali gloves right here. Mm -hmm. The Jack Nicholas putter that he just bought from the Masters. Uh -huh. You got that scripture thing that's like super long. Yep. And then you just lift your head up a little bit. Boom. <laughs> Talk a tank. That's right. Flying in over Jim's head. Yeah. Buddha's whale. I figure, I figure Jim will figure it out. I think so. Good oh, news is the oh, piece of shit internet said that they have enough fucking salary cap they can pay Jonathan Taylor now because that's what this is about. Good well, point. Good I'll point. Tell you what the internet needs to relax because the body was still in the water mm -hmm. and they were talking about. Yeah. Was that Jonathan Taylor who did that? I mean, brought the crane in. That's yeah. what people were saying. A lot of yeah. People saying that. Yeah, assassin. Let's get to the break. <laughs> you need to figure it out. No, I don't. Yeah. Nope. Takate. Takate died too soon. What Takate yeah. do for us? Aside from just stir up. What was it, like two weeks of internet? We, I mean, yeah. yeah. You now, don't appreciate two weeks? And now she's dead. What, you want me to cry? Oh. <laughs> oh. Whale's dead. You're disgusting. Please. I was at a celebration of love whenever I got the news about Takate's oh, passing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was nice to be the bearer of the breaking news to numerous people. I will say, as soon as Connor heard about it, Loud laugh. Yeah, very yeah. loud. Bruce Brown hears about it. Laugh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Zito was the only one that cried. He did. Immediately upon hearing about it. We appreciate you, Zito. Thank you, Z. Thank you, Z. Good guy, Z. And congrats on getting engaged, Fox. That was really nice. It was a surprise. She died for you. Mm -hmm. You guys actually surprised me, too. It was good. Well, we didn't yeah. do shit, to be honest with you. No. We were just kind of told where to stand. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Foxy's dad surprised me, too. Drinks way more than what Foxy said. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a mass quantity. Yeah, yeah. Volume, uh -huh. volume. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. said volume. volume drinker. Yeah, yep. yes. Uh huh. I said, you like all beer? He goes, who doesn't? And I said, it's weird. Like, uh, yep. like IPAs and stuff. He goes, oh no, 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 no. Too much. I can only drink like one or two of those. I'm a mass volume beer drinker. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Say it right in front of you, right? Yeah, he did. Loved yeah. it. Oh, it was awesome. He had no idea. Like, it was just a matter of fact, the way he was speaking. It was not a joke, I don't think. No, no. it's not. We were it, laughing mm -hmm. very hard, and he's like, what are, you, what? what are these guys laughing at? That's so funny. <laughs> if he doesn't know where his next beer is, he gets a little sweaty. He gets a little nervous. Dude, he literally, I seen that nerve yes. thing happen. Oh, yeah. He poked his head around, and there was a beer sitting on, like, a column that was out of view from him. But he was in view of me, and the beer was on and I saw him eyeball this beer, <laughs> and then he was, like, contemplating, because he had a beer in hand already. Sure. Yep. And then he walked over, pump faked, walked back. I think he decided not to do it. And then I saw him go all the way in, grab that beer, mm -hmm. and then he had them both in his hand while he walked, finished this one, threw it yep. away, had the one he just picked up from the pillar. Yep. I don't know if that was one of his previous beers, or he saw the beer, had a little condensation on yep. it. That looks like a cold beer still. Exactly. I want it. I'm just going to grab that one. Yep. That's definitely what happened. That's amazing. Yeah. Is anybody going to claim that? <laughs> All right. He walked over, pump faked. Nah. I shouldn't. Well. And then, yeah. You know what? <laughs> I was nervous they weren't going to have beer at that place we were at in the first place. That, so place, that was huge. That was my first time at that place. Really nice. Me Love too. that place. Yeah, super nice. Fucking ACDC doing a show right next <laughs> yeah. to us. It's crazy. Fucking nuts. It yeah. was packed. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it was a winery that had a 
Head hair bangers ball yeah. 80s cover band. Oh yeah. yeah, they rocked it. They hit. They did. Yeah, they absolutely rocked it. But you wouldn't expect that at the winery. That's no. my first no. time there. <laughs> I saw people walk in with these cut off NASCAR shirts. Yeah, and then I'm like, yo, these are my who? Where, where am I? Where are these guys going? And then I see a guy pre makeup, mm -hmm. still in his leather tights with his hair long. Yeah, and I go, oh shit, that's probably a member of the band right there. I say to Sam, that was the lead singer. Hell you should have seen what he did to his hair. He made that thing real Blow big. Mm -hmm. He had full makeup on, mm -hmm. and he rocked. Put oh, yeah. on a fucking show. First song gets out there. Fucking girls, girls, girls. Yeah. It's nuts. Nobody was listening at the time. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody was. Everybody's just kind of mingling around, yeah. and then this guy. Girls, girls, girls. Like, Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. I loved him. Yeah, I loved went. everything about him. I saw a couple of people I had uh, known from around town, you know? And I'm like, hey, who are these people? You don't know who this is? I guess they've been a legendary band for like, a cover band for like 20 years, 30 years. Makes sense. They got, they, all those people are like there, I think like every weekend. Bands. There were 600 cars there. To so oh many people. Yeah. This band is killing it. We need them in here. Oh, they yeah, awesome. Oh my God. Yeah, we do. Yeah. They need a few originals because they should make it. No, we no. don't. No. I think they know their role. Yeah. Bangers only. Bingo. See, they should be the Colts halftime show. Yeah. Yes. That would crush. Well, the dogs were good. Yeah, the dogs were great. I do appreciate that they were giving 27 bucks to that one guy if he made a 45-yard field goal at the oh, Colts yeah. game. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. That was awesome. Free Crunchwrap Supreme. Oh, uh, yeah. Get a Crunchwrap Supreme, some of those cinnamon twist things, mm -hmm. and 27 bucks. You make this 75-yard field goal. Good luck, kid. In front of, like, fucking 35,000 people. Towing it. He did not make it. No. Mm -hmm. Made the so, first couple. So the Colts got to keep that Crunchwrap Supreme. That's yeah. right. Thank God. And a cinnamon twist. We'll yeah. see it for next week. And 27 bucks. Two weeks. Yeah, I wonder if that'll carry over. Yeah. you are like, all right, $54. Oh. I was two Crunchwrap Supremes, a week old cinnamon twist. I, I was the new chef. Did you get to try his So or? fucking good. He was high. What? what? That guy Who was you, high. Me? That guy was high. No. What? Yeah, so maybe that's why no. the food tasted a little bit better. Little munchies. Huh? No, I wasn't that high. This no, guy no, no, accidentally no. ate one of those fruities. Yeah. Didn't just have no no oh, no juice. No. In Not all fruit snacks have 100% apple juice in them. Yeah, some of them got like 10 milligrams after mm -hmm. asking, is there five in this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There is certainly five in there. Right. There's <laughs> actually 10, though. Additional yeah. five. Oh, what have you done? A fun walk home. I'm sure it was. <laughs> it was. Like, good people watching. You should have seen the bums. All right. Living the dream out there for the Colts. I forgot about that. And joining us now, live from an attic in Ohio, is a man who's a college football national champion, a what? Super Bowl champion, what? a man who wrote a letter, you know, so we could get Gumpy back into America. Wow. Now, they did not listen to a single word that was in his letter, but he did take the time to do as such. A man who's beat COVID 100 times, a father of 10. He's the current president of Ohio. Ladies and gentlemen, the all-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers, A.J. Hahn. A.J., we did it. We got Goomp back, pal. Goomp. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a little bit uh, – I was surprised, actually. I was watching the show, and I see all of a sudden Goomp with the weird green screen. I'm like, what are we doing here? So, But it all made sense, and – Goop coming on, trying to make everybody cry, too, talking about how much it means to him. It's awesome. I'm glad to have you, Goop. I don't have any jokes for you. Oh, Goop. Oh, good guy, AJ. That's very nice. Good that's good. Good to see you, man. You can tell it, you know, what it means. Like, it's, it's awesome. I can't believe it was 400 and however many days. Huh. 446 days of being deported. 448 days since being on camera. 
God, it's crazy. And he was just bouncing around couch to couch, house to house. Do you want to run through how many different houses you lived at here over the last 446 days? Because we heard it was three months. Then it was going to be like five months. Then it was going to be six months. Then it was going to be forever. Yeah. Yep. And then he kind of got to figure it out, but we'll hold on some hope. How many different places did you live in over 446 days? So when it was the month, I was just doing Airbnbs week to week, living out of a suitcase. <laughs> but not easy to book Airbnbs for a you long can't, time. You, there's some fucker like one random Wednesday you can't book for a month. Then I actually was able, all football season, six months, was able to stay at one of the lads' houses. But after that, other than that, I was Airbnb, and then uh, I wrapped up the last few weeks with fucking mom and dad back home like the good old days. Nice. This guy's oh, a yeah. gypsy around Canada. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nomad. Gypsy around Canada. <laughs> Did you think about getting a college degree during that time? You know, because yeah. I think that would have helped. Yeah, that probably a lot of the, Phoenix.edu. Yeah, man, we should have paid somebody to give you a degree. Yeah, yeah. University of Waterloo. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. Hey, listen, the Waterloo, Water Buffalo, <laughs> yeah. they are a team now. Mm-hmm. He, you maybe should have went over to Saskatoon. Oh, maybe see what they had to offer. But I guess the customs guy that he was going through this morning in Toronto, red eye from Victoria to Toronto, late, right? Delayed on that flight because it's airplanes in 2023. I guess mm-hmm. that's how it is. So he shows up late, has to sprint through the customs to get to his connection to Indianapolis. The customs guy that he just so happened to run into, fan of the program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fan, oh, yeah. Probably didn't even need the waiver. Now, you know, this if this would have <laughs> happened yeah. six months ago, right before the ban, there's a chance we kind of just slip in the back door there through one customs person. But instead, the last person we tried to do that with put a 10-year ban on him, almost put him in jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, quite a run, AJ, for our guy Gumpy, but he's back. He's back, AJ. He's here, and they cannot, they cannot take him, right? They can't. No. They Hell can't no. take him. Can't come snatch a good. But I think it's good news for Gump that he's back because although there seems to be a little negativity out of the Dolphins camp, McDaniel did a video for him. Vibes seem to be high. Tyreek Hill is still going to get 2K. And Tua does not look bad. Now, nope. threw a pick on the first play yeah. and then yeah. uh, almost got knocked out trying to make a tackle with his back, yeah. which is certainly a little bit alarming. This is how we're going to start the preseason when we're worried about a guy's health. On the run, yep. pick. Oh, and he gets off oh. the block, makes a tackle. He's a dog. He's been practicing jujitsu. Yeah. He just rolled that guy said you know what i'm gonna snap his shin with my fucking back <laughs> i am a brown belt now but then there was other plays where tua was slinging it throwing it all over the yard looking very good you forget about how fast everybody on their team is there's tyreek hill's first completion then you got waddle out there as well they can be an actual team this year if tua does well that's the entire conversation right gumpy also let's dial up the run game they ran for 250 on saturday night they got that rookie. They got Mostert. They got Wilson. Let's run the fucking ball. And I think McDaniel will because, la- like, think about last year. He went from run game consultant to head coach of a team and calling plays. I think his second year, he's going to dial up the run game a lot more. And he loves watching film, probably a lot of self-scout. How do you feel about the Dolphins in the AFC East that's loaded right now, AJ? Well, I think, the, isn't that one of uh, Lombardi's biggest, like, critiques? Is that did, did they attempt, like, the fewest rushes in the NFL last year or something yeah. like that? Yeah, and they're talking about the offensive out. line being bad and Tua getting hurt, and then mm-hmm. you don't run the ball at all. It's kind of like the easy crutch to help that entire situation. McDaniel knows that, right? McDaniel knows that? Yeah, of course he knows that. He knows there'll be, like, an added emphasis, and especially early in the year, I'm sure they're going to want to balance it out and figure it out. But all, like, when it comes down to it, you got to find a way to win the game, no matter what, no matter what you have to do. Yeah, and you guys got all those running backs. Didn't sign Dalvin Cook, but, like, Tyree, Tyree Kill, you know, yeah. you can yeah. you can have him do a couple yeah. of these bad boys. Give him yeah. the ball. You know yeah. what I mean? A-Chain can boogie, too. That rookie quarterback or Runs running back, hard. he took off A-Chain. on Saturday. A-Chain. Yeah. He is a sick name, right? Yeah. Texas A&M? Yep. Yep. Yeah. He's a beast. I remember him uh, from a game day 
I did not know that he existed early in the season. And I think Pollock was like, in what A-Chain does, and I heard the name, I'm like, is that a nickname? There's a guy, there's a nickname called A-Chain. That's a fucking great nickname. And then he watched the guy, he runs mad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He runs very. He's about the only thing that went well for that team last year. Yes. Had number one recruiting class. Yeah, they, they did. did. What's going on with that? They're back. Well, I don't know how they stink or why they stink. Yeah. But everybody's saying they're all the way back. Oh, okay. Johnny Manziel. Yeah, back. Manziel Mania. Oh, yeah. yeah, they brought in uh, they brought in really good character coaches, Bobby Petrino, and he's going to turn around the offense, and they'll be fine. Petrino, he I, is offensive guru though. Well, yeah, but yeah. that's not what Tony's. No, he's not. Yeah, right? he, he is. He yeah, what are you a, talking about? He had a problem, right? He rode that motorcycle with the uh, with the with his uh, mistress on the, the back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then he broke his neck, and then they had to fire him publicly. <laughs> exactly, oh, yeah. big deal. Yeah. The guy liked watching the Rough Riders anthem video <laughs> one too many times. He said, "I'm gonna go do this." He actually said, "Hey, you know, let me impress you with something real quick." Exactly. Saddle up. That, un- that's not real. I cannot believe that was a real situation. <laughs> I was really they got fired like yeah. this, you know, because the whole thing <laughs> like, came out. Damn shame. The road rash on his face. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You weren't here. We're happy he's okay. We're happy he's okay. That's right. Obviously, but yeah, uh, road rash, huh? Yeah. Stevie Janowski, you were driving. Yeah. Maybe one or too many, uh, you know, face sits from. That might have been. That might have been what it was. Yeah, you got paper on your cakes. No, I think he it. was. No, I think he was doing off-season mat drills. That's oh, what you're talking about, mixing right? Mixing up yoga mat. Yeah, a little mat drills yeah. and all that. Getting there. You know, sure. Sean Jefferson with the Chargers. That guy's putting on. He's wide receiver guy with the Panthers. He's the wide receiver coach. He's putting uh-huh. on the pads. He's yeah. people. Yep. Petrino like do the same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, like do the same thing. Like to roll around with the boys. That makes sense. Do the entire thing. Uh, but I am pumped to kind of see not Texas A&M, but A-Chain with the Dolphins because they're not getting talked about at all. Another AFC East team I think that we have to talk about, um, the Buffalo Beals. Okay, listen, preseason, there's not a lot of hype around the Beals this year. Last year, they were winning the Super Bowl in everybody's eyes. What were their odds last year? Uh, four to one? Yeah, they were, the, they were the lowest. They were the favorite. Yeah. yeah, like four to one. I think they were like plus 400 or whatever to win the Super Bowl last year. And everything was, you know, hey, the Bill, the Beals are pissed about the coin toss. The Beals got their entire team back. The Beals are going to go. They invest in Vaughn Miller. Here we go. They're going to go. This year, very quiet about the Buffalo Beals. Mm-hmm. Stephon Diggs wearing his shin guards there for a little bit and not being in the building. That was a conversation. Leslie Frazier no longer being the D coordinator. That was the conversation. Other than that, it's been kumbaya, kumbaya, kumbaya. Same old Buffalo Bills. McDermott's calling plays on the defensive side. And then we watched the Steelers starters take on the Beals starters. And it went one way. That went one way. Both sides of the ball, AJ. Are we worried about a preseason game? No, right? We're not worried about this. No, we're not worried, but we are talking about it. So it's it's definitely something. It just it, I guess it gives you a little bit more urgency to start the season quick because you want to be like, hey, this that was not us. Like once they end of the preseason, I'm sure the head coach would say, hey, this is a reset. Now everything matters. Now this is our team. We got to go build our identity in the regular season. Yeah, I mean maybe this is like uh, something McDermott can use as like a wake up call for his team. Like, hey, we got. 17 days yeah. until this regular season starts. That was their starters. We got yeah. a lot of we got a lot of shit to clean up here. Mm-hmm. And maybe that'll be mm-hmm. the way to do it. But on the other side, Pittsburgh Steelers fans are pumped. AJ, Tone, how are we doing this year? How are the Pittsburgh Steelers doing this year? I came in this morning and I said, Super Bowl. That's oh. where the Steelers I, are. I said right it now. was kind of like a joke <laughs> the earlier in the season, but now for sure, Super Bowl. Because real. of that, and I, before we start chit-chatting about the Pittsburgh Steelers as a whole and how Kenny looks and how the defense looks and everything like that, we got to talk about this 46,000 
$709 fine mm-hmm. that was given to Quan Alexander in a horrendous, horrendous call in a preseason game. This is yeah. in a preseason game. And we looked this up. Uh, rookies get $1,800. Bucks. Oh, jeez. What a What tackle. a shot, yeah. dude. Perfect. I mean, perfectly timed. The guy even stumbled a little bit, so he might have meant to have his head on the side, but since it timed up. It, I mean, his head didn't hit his head, though, right? No. We, so, we no. see the slow-mo. It was in chest, I think, Perfect. right? Yeah. What you can't, you, hit, your head can't hit their chest? Dude, I have no idea why or how the rules are. They said he's a repeat offender. Uh, we'll say he led with – okay, so they'll claim he led with his hard. head, and I guess his, sho- his head didn't get to the side and his shoulder didn't make contact first. Bingo, is I think the, is what the they're rule? saying. Okay, they're saying right there, yeah. They, they want to take that away. Like, I – Okay. No, it's a great tackle. Great tackle. I mean, the entire internet agrees, but the internet's not the ones making the rules. I believe the NFL is because they're trying to save football for the long term. But like just a little bit of like reading the room. Like just reading the room a little bit. Did that guy get hurt? No. Did Quan Alexander get hurt? No. Is it a preseason game? Yes. Do we need to find this so we set a, a tone? Sure. 10,000 bucks. We'll find you. He's still out. Fucking six thousand eight hundred dollars yeah. on the day, like yeah. negative money for the entire. They're them getting paid thirty two hundred dollars, and then him getting fined forty six thousand dollars for football. That is wild to think of. And I bet Quan Alexander's not thrilled. No, I bet he's not happy about it. But everybody else in the NFL is like, "What the fuck? That can happen? I can lose forty some thousand dollars on a day in a preseason game? Guys are not going to want to play. You know what I mean? It's like you start yeah, really start point. all that type of stuff. It's crazy to think that that's where we are right now, AJ. That is a, it is it's something that I'm sure maybe has happened before, where a coach is like, "Hey, you got to go finish finish this tackle or finish him off. You're second to the pile," and they're like. Coach, just the preseason. I'm not getting. I'm not getting a fifty thousand dollar fine when I'm not making any money right now. A forty six thousand dollar. Think about what guys on defensive side of the ball around the NFL or just what you just said to your coach right there. Like, no, mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. No way. For a preseason game, I'm not going to lose forty three thousand dollars or whatever. Guys are going to actually think about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, this is our job. This is our business, and I'm just going to potentially, if my head not perfect in this preseason game, which we're practicing, I'm out like a year's worth of money for most people that have jobs out there? That's wild. Absurd. How is that How is that a thing? How is there not a preseason it, it, fine I, Yeah, you're right. There definitely should be some kind of preseason. Because they do that. They'll give $10,000, $15,000 fines to guys that are undrafted rookies and haven't made any money in the NFL. I'm like, yeah, you're really putting a guy in the hole. Like, that's, I think that's horrendous when they do that. But it's, when it's not like an egregious, over-the-top cheap shot or crazy headshot, I just ha- I struggle with it, and I think like wh- what's Quan supposed to do right there? Just please tell me he has to make a physical tackle to stop the guy from getting the first down, all of that stuff. I just don't know exactly how he keeps his head out of it. Uh, and obviously, the players are going to have to figure it out. Old school guys weren't able to do it. That's why they got phased out of the game as this new heads up football <laughs> thing was kind of taking place. Were you on scholarship in college? Yeah. So you're not in debt? No. Okay. Welcome to the NFL. Fuck around one time. We'll put your ass twenty thousand dollars <laughs> yeah. in debt. Dare you? Mm-hmm. Just at you. Just, dare you? You'll be leaving this camp. You're in the NFL, yeah. You're in debt. Mm-hmm. And you're never working for another team, by the way. Nope. You're getting fined 20 grand from the NFL and getting the hell out of here. Only guy in the history that made the NFL was in an NFL camp, lost $20,000. Undrafted guy getting fined. That's just, that feels bananas. The only reason why that was my first thought is because we played a preseason game in Canada. What up, Gump? Nice. Got oh, yeah. a Gumpy up there in Canada. And the taxes, they tax us on our yearly salary earnings as opposed to the week. We all lost, like, I think four or five thousand bucks, just like, well, I assume 
the heavy, the super high-paid guys mm-hmm. lost even more money. Because it went to good use, though. I'm sure the Canadian government used it wisely. I doubt well, I, it. I think it, they were <laughs> Halloween costumes, right? They're building up their dealers. Oh, oh boy. They those are pretty throw, cheap. Throw pretty cheap to fund. do with those. Come on. The yeah. ones he was doing, I think Come they on. could kind of do anywhere. But mm-hmm. I do think they built up a D-line to just tackle people trying to make a run for America. Yep. You know, so we potentially <laughs> funded people that were stopping Gumpy yeah. from getting over yeah. here. But I remember that happening and being like, oh, nobody wants to go to this. Why? Because we're literally just losing money. Guys can't be losing 40 grand in a preseason game, especially when we're in a time where guys don't really want to play in preseason games sure. to begin with. Just for the good of the game, for the good of the fans, for the good of the league, we can't be having that. That can't happen. We need to change that. So, Kamish, we assume you'll figure that yeah. out. Yeah, get on that yeah. one. Common sense. Well, it's the same deal. Like, what are you going to do if a guy's like a fringe guy to make, make the team or not? And, like, he comes up and, and makes a hit like that and either, you know, I don't, I don't think he got penalized in the game, but, like, if guys do start thinking, like, okay, well, I'm not going to do this because I'm going to get fined 50 grand, and then you don't make that play, and it's like, well, yeah, you didn't get 50, fined 50 grand, but we're cutting your ass. Like, you're not making the team now. Yeah, so you got to start using your hands a little bit more. I've never been, I'm not, I got to, uh, what are you tackle. talking about? <laughs> you got to take the chance. You got to take the chance that you get the fine. If you're on the fringe and you're trying to make the team, you got to figure it out. Yeah, throw your, just throw your face in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just throw. No, no. It's just that one was, it was like bam, bam for Quan right there. Like great tackle, beautiful tackle. I don't know what to tell you. That was a great tackle. The internet agreed, by the way. Everybody on the internet was like, this is bullshit. There was a couple people mm. that were like, if you don't know the rules, then this is what's going to happen. Much, it could have been much worse. He could have launched himself right into his head. Like definitely yeah. could have. Yeah, well, he was low too that's to begin with. That's what I'm saying did. he didn't. He went, he tried to go low. Yeah, but that's what you would have done. Yeah. Right. No, no, I'm saying it, back said. in the day, people would have absolutely done that. Yeah, people. No, I mean, wait, you got to get him down. Ever get him down? I don't know what could have happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not there. Yeah, others would have done it too. I'm not the only one. That's what he was saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, other people <laughs> aiming for Adam's apple as well. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't just me. He was clearly Strategy. going for sternum there. We should. I mean, that's that's a big change. <laughs> we should be applauding this guy. Yeah, we should be giving him a bonus. He could have decapitated that dude. <laughs> Probably could have, and he did. Yep. So, thank you, Quan, is what the NFL should be saying. Instead, pal, yeah, we're going to take your first two weeks of checks Sorry. in a preseason game. Uh, speaking of preseason game, your guy, your friend, friend of the program, Aaron Rodgers playing in this last preseason game. What do you think that's yeah. about? Do you think it's because he saw Zach Wilson got inspired and said, you know what, I want to do a little whoop-de-woo. I got yeah. a new body guru. I feel better than ever. I'll hit a spin move, run down the sideline. Instead of hopping into a tackle like Zach Wilson did, I'll hop out of bounds. It'll kind of be a plus, plus, plus everywhere. But what are your thoughts on Aaron playing this week? And how do you feel about the osmosis seemingly taking place in that quarterback room, making this guy a different human, not just a different football player, confident, <laughs> Charming, what? lovable. What? How do you feel about everything going on over there, and why do you think Aaron's choosing to play? I think it's awesome that he's going to play. I, I mean, I would assume he wants to kind of get a good feel, a good rehearsal before that first regular season game. He wants to see what it feels like, and he wants to get some timing and get the ball out of his hand quick and just get some game action. Even though he's in his whatever the year, 18th, 19th year, whatever, he's still like – I guarantee you it'll feel like a real game. Like going out for warm-ups, it's going to feel real even though it is the preseason. Yeah, let's get the jitters out maybe. You know, like, yeah. hey, let's do, yeah. let's do one where it's a new audience, right? It's a new crowd. Yeah, entertain the crowd too. He wants to give them – he wants to give the fans what their money's worth. Yeah, like, hey, welcome to the new era of the Jets here. We'll give a little bit of a taste, but also the day-to-day. What time do you show up at the building yep. at new stadium? What time do you go to the training room? What time do you get ready? What time do you come out for warm-ups? How does this whole thing go, the day-to-day? And then also go out there and play. I don't know how much he'll play, but like the old school days used to be, hey, that third preseason game, this is way old school, obviously. 
Starters playing first half and then first drive of third quarter because they want to go through halftime routine. Yep. Like, hey, I want you to come back out after halftime mm-hmm. as well. Obviously, we don't expect Aaron to do that with the Jets against the Giants this upcoming weekend. But I wonder, I do wonder if there'll be significant amount of time or just like, uh, hey, we got him in here. Let's go ahead and save the shit out of this. Because if we lose him in a preseason game, we're all going to look like the dumbest humans of all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like the routine, of course. I bet it's going to be super emotional for him to put on a Jets 8 because he hasn't had the jersey in any of these games. And any like he hasn't really strapped up. The entire uniform, I bet it's going to be weird, and getting that out of the way is probably helping. So we're 17 days away from that first Thursday game, which yes. puts us, what, 20 days away from that sunday yes. somewhere yes. around there. So even if he plays on Thursday, then they're still – we talked about this before. Like, they're still two and a half weeks away from the regular season. Like, mm-hmm. that – that's the last chance they get to get any improvement against a different team, right? Yeah, and you hope everybody will view it that way. Colts got the Eagles on Thursday night, I believe. Hopefully they'll play Anthony Richardson. You I know. hope. Hey, let's get the guy on a goddamn. Yeah, why didn't he play? What happened? So I literally walk into stadium. I walk into yeah. stadium. First human I see, me and the wife. First human I see, Shane Steichen. Just so happens to be walking off field as I'm walking down tunnel at the same time. Big, what's up? How you doing? Introduced to my wife. Big fan, Shane. Fuck. Well, I can't wait to see what you do with AR here. You know, you, you do one of those little fucking... Yeah, flick it. Of course, people will be excited. He said, I'm not playing him. I was like, coach. Excuse me? Oh, no. Coach. No. Why are... Wife and <laughs> I got a sitter. Around? Did you turn around? <laughs> coach, wife and I got a sitter. What are, what are we... He said, you think I'm going to put it out there? I'm not playing the offensive line. I'm not putting him out there. I'm like... <laughs> Oh, no. Coach, coach, everybody's here. <laughs> everybody's here to, to see. He's like, I'm not doing it. I'm, uh, okay. I'm not, I give like, him credit. I give him credit for not not uh, giving in then and saying, no, this, it's not about this preseason. It's about the long haul. I, I, I give him credit for I that. actually loved it. Immediately after, yeah. I was definitely disappointed. Like, well, we got to set it for no reason here. Could have used yeah. this on another night for sure. But it was great to get back <laughs> in there and kind of do the whole thing, experience a game day. But I did appreciate him going, I'm not putting him out there with a backup offensive line. I'm like, Okay, feels like we got a guy at least that's caring, mm-hmm. seemingly figuring it out. And all reports out of camp are like, hey, he's good. Yeah, I would assume he would play Thursday night because it is the 17 days yeah. and it is the Eagles. But they got joint practices and nobody has done the joint practice and also played in the game. That, that seems to be the new kind of – how do you feel about these teams canceling joint practices, AJ? Houston and – uh, not New England. New England and the Saints, Titans did, though. Yeah. And- Houston and Saints canceled yeah. their joint practices. Mm-hmm. New England and the Titans canceled their joint practices. Yep. Thought maybe Colts-Eagles would potentially do the same because just came off some joint practices with the Bears. I think they're keeping that. How do you feel about teams like adjusting this year more so than ever before? I think it's smart. I mean, I think they, they probably sit there and realize, hey, what like the risk-reward if we do – if we practice, like say we practice the second day after it's already gotten chippy the first day or just cancel them all together now, which I don't remember a time when this ever has happened, though, because it seems like yeah, we're just protecting our guys and we don't want anything stupid to happen. Joining us now, ladies and gentlemen, is a man who is phenomenal on the television because not only is he wildly handsome, mm-hmm. uh huh, he also has a resume that immediately upon him speaking, you should say, oh, this guy is supposed to be talking about the NFL. He's a Super Bowl champion. He's a staple in two different cities of their team. He's an absolute icon. And today he's joining us 
with our friends at Fisher Price and Mattel Creations for the little people, which is through, you know, um, all the NFL teams have a set of these for 25 bucks right now at Mattel Creations. This is a little me. Look at the little me. Whoa. Wow. Look at the little me. Look, Look, Look how cute the little me is. Huh? Thank you <laughs> to Fisher Price. Go to MattelCreations.com. You can buy yours. Joining us now, a man who I assume has some opinions on what we're speaking about right now, Andrew Whitworth. Yeah. yeah. What's going on, baby? Hey, I got one too, Pat. The- oh. Whoa. Is that a hoodie? Come on. Hey, yours looks, yours looks better than mine. Mine looks like <laughs> mine will get bullied by yours, I, I think. You know, mine's a little soft, but he's cutie. He's a little cutie down there. Love it. Hey, this is a perfect segue for me jumping on, talking about not playing in the preseason, getting Aaron Rodgers out there. Somebody who knows a little bit about not playing in the preseason the last five years. I admit it, I was nervous going into game one when I played no preseason games, like just strapping it up, going out there with the energy and the fans and the lights, feeling the nerves just for a second. Uh, You know what? It it is different. It's different when you walk out there. And for me, earlier in my career, when I did play in preseasons, I don't feel like game one was as big a deal. But when you don't play at all, you don't put on any pads or a helmet, and then you walk out week one, there's some nerves and adrenaline running. Uh, That's definitely a different feeling. How many years did you play again? 16. So year 16, you're saying game one, still a little bit of jitters whenever you're walking out. Now, granted, if you lose those, you should probably retire. But you're saying without playing in the preseason, there's a lot more pressure feeling for a 16-year vet than you could have imagined. Yeah, I just think a practice is different. We all know it. Walking out in the practice field and your pads and your helmet and scrimmaging in somebody's great. But when you step out in that arena, especially for us our last couple of years with the Rams, it's a Monday night football game or a Sunday night football game. It was a big game, and you're strapped up, and the lights are on, and the fans are there, and it's loud. Uh, that adrenaline, you're just not used to the feeling. Because even in a preseason game when you do that, you feel your heart rate up a little bit. It's just a little different. Uh, just having that feeling, I think, sometimes is why veterans, that they're like, why would he play? It's just they want to get out there and have some nerves and maybe have a bad play and get it over with. Yeah, get it out of the way almost. This doesn't matter. Like, how do you feel about the joint practices? Because it feels as if all the teams that are doing the joint practices are not playing their starters in the game. Now, game and joint practice, I understand same players, but to your point, the atmosphere, the energy, the jitters where it really matters are keeping score. There's a ref for some reason who can't get the calls out of his mouth Mm -hmm. whenever he's making those calls. Mm -hmm. Let's get a little bit more confidence Mm -hmm. out of that guy representing the entire game. But how do you feel about the joint practices kind of replacing that and how do you think this is just the new norm going forward yeah I mean I think that teams are starting to realize that especially maybe two is too much I mean going back to back days if there's any animosity built up on day one uh, a couple guys get chippy and pass rush or you know a guy gets too close to the quarterback it just seems like day two there's always something that escalates out of it I know that was our experience when the Raiders came to town a couple years ago for us and scrimmaged at our place up in Ventura and Calou, but, you know, we ended the second practice, I think, only 15 minutes into it because of a fight in special teams. And, you know, I heard Matt LaFuller kind of say that. Day two is getting to where it's more fights than production. And so I just think coaches are saying, hey, there's still there's still good things that come of it. We want good on good. We want some competition. And preseason games, you can't set certain situations you want your guys to play in. We want a red zone situation. We want a two-minute 
You know, we want to end a game. They can kind of create scenarios that they really can't put their ones in those positions. So there's still really something useful that you can get out of them, but maybe two days is too much. Just one scrimmage, one practice against each other and get out of there. I know all the staff would appreciate that too. You know, Mm -hmm. we got to get treatment in here. We got to get all of our equipment over there. We got to get it back and forth. How are you going to get, how are you getting treatment? And well, we have to use a, I mean, I didn't even think about those types of things that are taking place behind because they're all split in facilities, I assume. So the the support staff, I would assume, mm. would be in on one day. Let's make this a special occasion and move forward because when is it a detriment and when is it helping, I guess, is a fine balance that they're all trying to figure out. Go ahead, AJ. Wait, I wanted to, to ask you about the, your old team, the Rams and Sean McVay. I, I think people are kind of – I would say they're under the radar. People think it's like a rebuild situation. What are your expectations for that? Oh, Ram- whose house? Ooh. Hey, baby. Rams house. Uh, you know what? It's, it's one of those things to me. Their team is going to be – they're really young. 36 rookies in camp. Uh, it's just unheard of. It's wild how many rookies are there. I, I'm walking around the building, like, trying to dab people up I know, and it's hard to even find them in the locker room. I'm like, man, I, I think I might know this kid. Uh, but maybe not. <laughs> So, it, you know, you come back, it's, man, I was only gone a year and a half. Nobody, you know, it's, I have nobody to talk to. Uh, but it's, it's this team to me, is, it's got some young talent. I think some of these guys they've drafted from a Byron Young, seeing him turn it on last week against the Raiders in practice. He was a guy that I was standing with Dave Ziegler during practice. And he's like, tell me about this kid. He's shown up over and over again in the team drills. And uh, he's a young pick. Puka Nakua, maybe one of the, Maybe most fun name to say this season because he has really shown up. Everybody in Rams camp's excited about him. Uh, and some of those other picks, I think they look good. They look talented, but they're young. And so you know how that goes, AJ. I mean, they're going to get out there. They're going to have a good season. They're going to have good moments and games, but they're going to make rookie mistakes. And I don't know sometimes if you have that many rookies on the field, you know, how, what's the end all record? I mean, yeah, you have some great leaders and great players with Stafford and Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup and, and others, but at the you know you you end up with that many rookies you're going to have those moments in the game that you lose just because maybe experience is your biggest you know adversity situation you're going to face each and every week is there's going to be something new they're going to have to learn in every game situation such an such an interesting transition here for the Rams you know because at the beginning fuck them picks mm-hmm. remember yeah. oh yeah we want a super bowl yeah sure please have them back no yeah, <laughs> no. yeah we want a super bowl though with that mindset. Yeah. So like well, that's baby. good. That's what we're yeah. Hey, and Very then the moment good. with your hey, then the moment with your kids. Oh yeah. That's that right there. Hell that's yeah. It. I mean, everything was good. It was great. It was great. It was great. Now we're on the other side of it. It's like, how long do they have, you think, during this transition era with Stafford and Aaron, everybody you just talked about? How many years do you think they're committed to potentially having to find another team again after the whole we're going all in to win a Super Bowl at home thing? Well, I think that's the toughest part is that those guys really, you look at it, I mean, Aaron Donald was con- contemplating retirement, what, two years ago or, or almost a year ago. And then Matthew Stafford got banged up last year, Cooper Cup as well. How many more years are they going to keep that together and then let these young guys grow and also collect some of these draft picks? I mean, this might be the first time they've picked a first rounder since, I don't know, Jared Goff uh, this next year. So it, it's going to be, hey, how long can these guys hold on? The, you got great leadership. You got a great quarterback. The uh, best three techs ever played the game, in my opinion, uh, and Aaron Donald. And you know what? Can they stay long enough for us to get some of these young guys grown up, have some experience, and add some more talent to, to compete again? Because that division is not going to be easy. Seattle looks like a team that's really on the rise, and San Francisco is going to be one of the best in the game this year. 
So I think my favorite part of that Rams team, and you say young guys there, and he's happy to hear that because that hasn't been said about him for like the last six years he's been in college. Fourth-round pick, Stetson Bennett. Hey, looks like a guy. Huh? Looks like a guy. Stets, he's You know, he, he's, he's one of those guys in practice that you can tell the new stuff that, that, that he hasn't experienced. It's like you, you're a young quarterback trying to learn the motions and the philosophies. And everyone knows Sean McVay's offense is not something – you're just going to walk in and master week one or two of doing it as a quarterback in camp. But when things are, you know, static and they can just kind of run simple concepts and he can sit back there and just show how quick he can get through his reads and progressions, he's really he's really looked well and he doesn't look too big for him. And I think that's something they're really excited about is what could his future be? Because he also made a play with his feet the other day that you could tell and, you know, it got called back real holding, but kind of a QB read that he showed what his ability is to get out of the pocket and then use his feet to in space. So, I think it's one of those things he has some things that you like. And so I see his progression is going to be fun. Lombardi called him the next Brock Purdy. This yeah. guy's got, he wins. Mm-hmm. Everybody around him loves him. He can move and make every single throw. I don't know if Stetson takes that as a compliment or not, but Brock Purdy's back balling oh, yeah. after a Tommy yawn. And it feels like Stetson's going to be a guy too. You're about to say balling. I feel like, you know, he's, he's got to just continue to grow. And, and I think nobody better than Sean McVay to be with for that. Um, you know, really the detail and execution of fundamentals of Sean are special. But you know what we need for you guys is what I was thinking about this. You know, I'm on here, little people collector set. Pat, how cool would it be to get the Pat McAfee show mm. in on the Fantasy Frenzy sweepstakes? Mm. In the team, people this year, what's different? I know last year we talked about the Super Bowl, the Eagles and Chiefs, the collector set. But this year, mm. we had all 32 teams, and you can enter your fantasy team and they have a chance to win the sweepstakes and have up to 12 people have their what? own. Whoa! Okay. Whoa! We got to get a Pat McAfee show collector set after winning the, winning the fantasy prize. Whoa! Yes. You can get one of these, 12 of you. Okay. Your fantasy league. Shut up. Not uh, yours. How do you win? How do you win? You got to enter the sweepstakes. MattelCreations.com. Go there. Log on, sign your team up, and then somebody's going to be chosen as the winner. You ain't going to win. I guarantee I do. Yeah. No, you're not going to win. I already, did. I already drafted. Bet I do. You're not going to. No, did. you're not, Chris. Bet I <laughs> you're not either. I'm going to win. No, you're, I'm winning. I've already drafted my team. My team's not going undefeated. I'm doing fantasy football for the first time ever in my life. I'm actually paying attention to this one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm back in it. Our league's going to go. Team's still going to stink compared to mine. No, you're not even in my league. So. I'm still mad. We had, we had the discussion today, Pat, about NFL and Prime doing one, and I said, listen, last year we did pickums. We didn't show who the winner of the pickums was. Who's I'm that? Not the guy was, but I'm just saying we didn't show it. So I told him for that reason, I'm out. You know, if we're not going to tell who wins it on air, exactly. maybe maybe like somebody you're talking to, then I'm out on the whole thing. Oh, not- didn't want to give the big guy any love. Well, well, well. Oh. If the winner, then let's just not talk about it, all right? Let's move on to a different segment. But you did get one of these, and those other bums didn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's a little, right. you did win in the end. Um, this Thursday, is this your guys' first one back? Come on, preseason. Me and Carissa, we're on the road. First one. Let's go. I think her. Colts Philly. I'm hoping to see Anthony Richardson play. I don't want to ruin date night. I mean, this is – come on. I'm leaving the wife and kids at home. Yes. Can we get AR out on the field? Boom. That's all we're asking for, Coach Shane Steichen. You know what, Coach Shane Steichen? I've heard you if you put him in, you get one of these. That's yeah. right. I heard you get one of these, Shane, That's if right. you want it or not. 
Uh, all right, we appreciate the hell out of you, Wit. Have an incredible season. Uh, we appreciate everything that you did for the NFL last year and going to do this upcoming season. Good luck in the second year on television, pal. Hey, I appreciate it, brother. Thank you all, man. Ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Whitworth. Yeah, they win. Hey, listen. Great speaker. Get you one of these. AJ, you got one of these, I do believe, but we had to take it and use it today because because uh, Ty forgot his. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at this little guy. But AJ doesn't have his own. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Is this thing attached? Darn. He must yeah. be attached to the platform. Not enough material. Yeah, oh, you can't take him off there? No, it's Rip down. him off there. No, I don't want to break Why would he, he do, do that? Yeah. You wouldn't break him. You don't want to, you know, have it's, him. It's a podium for it. Yeah, he got me up on stage. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Got my little guy up on stage. My fantasy team's going to win for sure. I'm getting I'm getting my whole family made. Well, your fantasy league, it's a fantasy league. Your your fantasy league's going to lose because my fantasy league's going to win. No, no, His team no. came in last place last year, too. So. Oh, yeah, and there was no punishment either. That's right. Yeah. Well, it, oh, I don't have to, yeah, a lot of cool punishments floating around the internet always. Yeah, well, AJ was real quick to say Bill was too busy killing people to do our entire fantasy <laughs> football team, so that's why we came up. <laughs> we talked about this, didn't we? That's did, what he did said. Did we talk about not saying that about Bill anymore? No, yeah, I didn't we, say that. I, I wasn't there for that conversation. I wasn't there either. Bill was the great teammate. You guys came in last, so. so yeah. yeah. Still a great teammate. Yeah, but Great. kind of an embarrassment culture. to the program. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. Kind of an embarrassment. This is I'm doing it with a bunch of guys back from West Virginia. Ooh, here we go. Who's college player? teammates? Yeah, whole college teammates. We're doing a fantasy football thing, and you'll be super attentive to that. I'm sure you'll definitely keep up on it. I've tried my best in these group texts to keep up with everything everybody's saying about mm-hmm. everything. They, they sent over the rules. What are we doing? When's what? your draft? There's a lot. Of what do you mean? What, you, kind, of, what kind of rules? It's you're gonna, you're definitely taking the draft too. I'm yep, honored to be asked to be a part of this fantasy league. Yeah, hell yeah. Sweet. It's called Tough Street. Okay. Whoa. So one of our friends who passed away. It used to say he grew up on Tough Street. The further down the road you lived, the tougher you were. I lived at the end of the road, yeah. is what he used to say all the time. It was like a, it was a classic, just such well-delivered every single time. <laughs> Type of guy who would actually gnaw your Achilles. We all are very bummed that he passed away and everything. So I feel honored to be asked to be a part of this. My team's name is End of the Road, by the way. Oh, nice. nice. Oh, end of the Road. That's great. Good. Now, I did get picked 12-team. Random drawing. I'm picking 12th. That's right. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's a snake draft. You're good. That actually was a full conversation. It is a snake draft. You're good. All right. That's a good good. pick, actually, in a 12-teamer. Yeah. Oh, so I'm in a good spot. I think so. You're always going to have two picks in a row, so you, you don't have to you know be toiling between, oh, should I take this guy? I want to make sure no one takes this guy. You got to pick the litter. Take them both. Definitely sounds like something Pat will be toiling over what he's going to do on the fantasy draft. What's your problem? What? I am in I, here. I mean, I I feel like I know you pretty well. This is not None of this is going to happen, so I mean, it's cool <laughs> that we're talking about it. Though. It is. I will... My team you can just will auto be, draft. Can't you make them draft for you? Well, yeah. So I think it's a bonding thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's all about being oh, in that group chat. Shit That's talk. the only cool. thing that matters. A live, a live draft? Like where you all like take part together? I don't know. I seen the punishment. Those are fun. People place. say looks what? like a good time. Oh, what is it? What do you got? Oh no. I don't know if it's been voted on. It's been the only idea that's been thrown out there. It's the whole what pancake thing at the diner. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That's a what's that mean? Because I'm in What's that tough. Mean? You have you have to stay hours. in a diner for 24 hours, and every single pancake you eat, it takes an hour off the clock. So if you eat 24 pancakes, then you can leave. Yeah. Are people doing that? Oh, oh yeah. Punishment, yeah. People punishment. are in there like 13, 15, 16 hours. Yeah. Ooh, that's tough. That's yeah, a long time. I agree. I've seen that float out there, and I'm like, who has 
24 hours to stay in a diner. Mm-hmm. What is? I can't sign up for this. And then I, I didn't want to complain about that because I've seen some other punishments, and I'm like, sure. I don't want to sign up for any of this shit. No. Yeah, that, you know, how I many not, pancakes could you eat in a row? What would you eat? Four right off the bat and then what? take a break? Yeah, my buddy actually just did this on Saturday for our fantasy Jeez. football league. He got 15 down. But it, it was three plates of So five. he's there for eight hours. Yeah. No, yeah. sorry. So he just sat there. Nine did someone sit with him? Nine, nine hours. Nine yeah. Hours. No, no, no. There's a casino next door. So he was just in there. Oh, well, that doesn't count. What do you mean? What? No, no, I that's where the people went. He ate them alone. Anyways, oh, I'm excited and pumped, Whatever. and yeah. I'm going to be very attentive. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I don't want to be stuffing my face if that's yeah. what they end up deciding. But they're talking about rules and shit, bro. I didn't yeah. know there was this many things. There's yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just don't take Justin Tucker. I know you're going to want to take Tucker first. Just take Scores him. every time he goes on the field. Is that not good? You tell me. <laughs> is that not fantasy? Okay, sweet. What is his points per minute on field? Better than everybody. Give me that guy. Is there kickers in the league? Oh, I, there's a bunch Has of rules sent over yesterday, bro. What kind of rules do they have? What right. do you mean? Like- PPR, IR spots, how many bench spots you have, tie-breaking. Okay. Hold on. Let me fucking read these things. So you got to have somebody that's in charge, like the commissioner, like pays oh, attention yeah. and does all this. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know this about a guy who was my roommate. He seems to be pretty plugged in in the whole fantasy thing. There's payouts, obviously. Mm-hmm. I get it. It's another reason to get together. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like a good camaraderie builder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got a bunch of rules. I don't know. <laughs> Big shit talk game. Big shit talk game. They're all just gonna be shit talking me because I got a feeling you might you might get first place being that way. You know that. Yeah, yeah. It's all luck. It's all luck. Foxy it's said the only luck. one. So yeah. I should just be talking shit in here as if I have a yeah. chance. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. Because I've been trying to kind of dial it back because no. I'm feeling like because didn't my team get what second to last last year? Yeah, but you were in first for the first four or five weeks. Yeah. Easy come, easy go. Cooper Cup got hurt. Yeah, it's all about injuries. 50-50. Yeah. All right, let's go to the phones here as we wrap up hour two. Big shout-out to Andrew Whitworth coming by. Amazon kicks back off this Thursday. What's up? We could do a little mock draft for you after the show if you want. Maybe just go over some things, some ones and twos, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Lock it in. Lock it in. 12-13. Yeah, why don't we do that? Mm -hmm. 12-teamer. We can kind of see the lay of the land. Yeah. AJ, you going to do it? I heard a let's there. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do some LARPing too, Con, man. Hey, I love LARPing. Do not compare mock drafting to LARPing. Hey, Goomp. Yes, sir. You a good fantasy footballer? First year I ever did it was last year, the one we were in. That's the first time I've ever done it. Did he win? His team was pretty good. Yeah, he went to the finals, right? Jalen Hurts got hurt at the end. It kind of sewered me. Sewered you? Nice. Who did win? (laughs) Me and Bruce were in the finals, and then, you know, the whole DeMar Hamlin thing happened, and Bruce was like, we got to keep playing the game. And then no one won. Oh, oh that's not true. That's what skip, oh, skip that's bullshit. Skip I didn't know Skip Bayless was like that. Yeah, that's what wow. he said. Foxy had wow. like Dawson Knox, and he wanted the game to keep going no. so that he could whoa. come back and win. Whoa. That's why I hate fantasy football. You hear what it's making these guys? Exactly. I would have won either way. This is disgusting. Yeah. I'd win again draft, this year. If you when's fantasy football back. draft season? Is that this week? This week, week before. People are doing them right now, but yeah, typically. Week of, week one. Yeah, do it the Wednesday before the Thursday night game. Let's go to the phones. Injuries, that's why. Yeah. Boy. I'm Final rosters too, right? Yeah. And that's why every week I got to do stuff. I guess it doesn't matter. Check it once a week. Just make sure you don't have any guys who are starting on buys. Of course. I'll do that on Thursdays. Is that today? Yeah. Well, the the tough thing, I I mentioned this to you, on Sundays when guys are questionable and then sometimes they're out, sometimes they're playing. That's where. Just call Ian. (laughs) That's where I don't think we have a chance. You guys are all going to be doing this for him. Mitt, 
Strap in, buddy. It's going to be a long fan. Hey. Whoa! You think I'm handing Somebody. this over to Mick, bro? Yeah, <laughs> I would. May you, fan- May you ever do yeah. fantasy football, pal? <laughs> Fuck yeah! I do real football. I do real football, thanks. I am very good at fantasy football. I did get second place in Don't our you. league last year. But that was no, because you didn't. Actually, I, I did. No, no, well, you didn't. Foxy, I did. Look it up. Foxy I swear. played him in the, the championship. Nope, but yeah. nope. Foxy lost to Bruce. I beat. Uh, oh, I was a round robin. Oh, geez. Okay. No. I played Bruce two match? weeks. Okay. I played Bruce for two weeks in the finals, and Bruce did beat me. That is true. You played for two weeks in the finals. But I thought you won. Oh, so he didn't play Fox. Mick didn't even break. So no, confused. I no, I got what second. What are you talking about, dude? Bruce, me and you played. I the beat finals, Foxy Bruce. in the finals. What? How well, Mick, what how does this happen? Mick, what's well, going on? Which is what, this, this is what. By the way, Mick got a, he had his computer stolen, so he probably missed it. Yeah, it could yeah, be for the fourth time. Bro, I was playing week fourteen on week. 17 because my computer was missing for 14 days. It's so, a different time zone. Bro, a bench guy. A starter guy. Mate, what happened there, pal? You just making things up? What's no, I'm on? not making things up. I do specifically remember that uh, I was okay. playing Bruce. Never mind. Uh, Never mind. Me and Bruce were talking a lot of shit uh, about the game. You? Yes, Bruce did fucking win. Alright, well, you made it to the, oh. the, the... You played after the finals. That's yeah. right. You made the playoffs. Maybe. <laughs> this office sucks. <laughs> I'll run your team, pal. I can optimize every position. Yes, Let's start this first day back. back. Whoa. No Gump, what are your thoughts on old fake Goomp that took your spot there for a long time? Nah, he's been dead for a long time. He's so uh, you're in the room now watching it take place. Yeah. He's they have the, the same hat on. What's that about, pal? Hey. Got that Fidel hat. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, come that, on. that hat's never seen the light of day since that show. Well, the good thing about it is if it was in his luggage... It wouldn't be here anyway. Exactly. Gumpy made it to America. Oh. All of his shit did not. Nope. Pretty much. Is it, is it coming or are they keeping it? Yeah, uh, it's, on, it's on the move today for sure. Stayed okay. up till 1 a.m. waiting for it last night, <laughs> yeah. actually. <laughs> what time was delivery uh, ETA yesterday? 12.36 last uh, night. A.m. Stay up, Jeez. especially in your apartment building. We don't leave this outside. Yep. Oh, actually, it's been postponed to 4 a.m. You just stay up. Okay. Postponed to 8 a.m. Actually... Maybe for or maybe Friday. I mean, in in the airport's defense on this one, I did kind of force my way onto that plane well, yesterday. Yeah, I, I showed up at eight thirty eight for eight forty. We didn't show up. The plane oh, arrived. Yeah. Cust- customs held you until that time. Yeah. 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 And it turns out Gumby didn't actually have a ticket. He was he was standby. standby. <laughs> he wasn't actually on the plane. This guy almost got. I mean. <laughs> What a shit show. You couldn't make it up, dude. Well, you, you can't make up the fact that a guy thinks he was in the finals of a fantasy. I mean, this <laughs> no. show is yeah. just a never-ending supply yeah. of so dumb. Dip shits. All the time. Tune in today, Sam, down for more of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're right. Hey, it's a good plug, yeah, let's, let's go. Yeah. Let's go to the phones here as we wrap up our two, which has been really riveting. <laughs> Nate in Michigan. What's going on, Nate? Yo, yo. What up, guys? Yo, yo. What's going on, Nate? Yo. Uh, Two things for you. Welcome back, Gumpy. Hey, baby. Uh, yeah. Thank you, sir. Hell yeah. And uh, so, Pat, I just wanted to get your thoughts on uh, Jack Fox. I'm a big Lions fan. Um, I think he's uh, <laughs> just kidding. He's he's the second highest paid punter in the league. Um, I love the guy. He's one of my favorite players for a while. And I uh, just want to get your thoughts. And uh, also see if you keep in touch with these new guys. Thank you, Nate. Yeah, I got to meet Jack last year. I don't remember where it was. Ah, maybe the Pro Bowl. 
Preseason, maybe? Maybe, yeah, with the Colts up a training camp. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I got a chance to chat with him. He has a monster leg. Uh, What he's able to do with the football is awesome. He had a great game, too, I think, the other day. Yes, he did. Yeah, I was watching. I got to see him hit a ball a couple times because I saw a fair catch take place. And I often wonder, oh, who hit that ball? And then it was Jack Fox mm-hmm. walking off the field. He's remarkable. He's awesome, like, and he's really good at fakes. He's converted a lot of fakes on fourth down as well. Great athlete. Yes. Absolute Jeez. stud. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy Tonson of the Kansas City Chiefs, mm-hmm. he has a leg similar to old Jack Fox, able to absolutely murder the ball. The dude at the Raiders uh, – Cole, Cole. I think his name has a massive leg. Mm-hmm. There's like five guys I got up there all at the top who have booming legs. Like, it's different when the ball flies. Stone house. Yeah, those rookies. Brian. Big balls. Mm-hmm. Ryan Big. Wright, the Vikings dude. Yeah, and there was a dude, Beringer, right? Yeah, Bryce Beringer for the Patriots now, yeah. He had like, he, first game jitters, I think, yeah, which yeah. happens with kickers and punters. I think first game got to get it out of you a little bit, uh, especially if you're new to the league. A lot of the rookie kickers and punters did better in week two than they did in week one, which is good. I think they're going to be able to just go on them. Beringer hit a couple monsters. Yeah. Like 70 yard balls, I think. Huge balls. Uh, he, then, he sent them straight down the field, though. You know, which is not normal Patriots stuff. Not to the sideline. Yeah, he's just, I guess Bill's like, hey, if you're going to hit this ball 5 70 yards, let's go ahead and do that. You know, we got Slater. Let's get you comfortable. But yeah, he was putting that fucker straight down. Monster ball. Yeah, huge. And then, uh, who was it? Jordan Stout was doing the. Uh, yeah, big ball. Yeah. Kickoff. Big. Oh, yeah, the kickoff game. That's what it was. Yeah, I watched him hit a, uh, what was it, a 92 yard yeah. kickoff yeah. on the internet? Yeah. <laughs> Some of these dudes, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I don't know how they're hitting these balls as high and as far as they are, but good for them. Absolutely good. Who's the partner for the Bears? Trent Gill? Trent Gill, yeah. He had a couple big balls. Warm-ups, I saw some balls. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's a big ball there. Rigoberto being back? Love him. He had yeah. some big balls. Yeah. Seems like it's in good hands. You know, it's a golden era of punters, AJ, mm-hmm. even though they're trying to get priced out of the league. Bullshit. Is there, any, is there any punters right now that are just straight tacticians? They don't hit boomers, but they can just put it in a bucket? So, like, I think you have to be able to hit a boomer in the NFL now, but Thomas mm-hmm. Morstead is a jugs machine. He just okay. He just hits that thing just like this right here. Automatic. Just like this right here. Michael Dixon, he's so good. Forget about him because he's all the way out there. Tress Way's been in the NFL forever. Has hit monster balls. Logan Cook is huge. He's like six foot something massive guy. Beast. Mitch Wisnaski. Mm-hmm. Love the way he plays. Oh, yeah. Love the way he plays. Wasn't he like a Aussie rules football guy or yeah. something? Yeah. All these Aussie guys. Michael Dixon, he was a good Aussie rules yep. football player. Now, Michael Dixon remembers what everybody – was hoping for when the next Australians came over. Yeah. It was like, oh, we got the next Michael Dixon because at Texas he fucking yeah crushed. Was the guy. Mm-hmm. But you know, kicking game is good right now. Moody hit his first uh, game winner. Yeah, he did. yeah, he hit a close one first too. That was no, that was the uh, the game winner was real close. Yeah, real close. Carlson, in, who cares? Yeah. Carlson for the Packers had a 54 yarder, and he, he looked much better than he did last week. Jake Elliott hit that 56 yarder. Mm-hmm. That guy's got Mauer big legs. Kicked on this week. Justin Tucker had a 60 yarder last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meyer for he's not with. Well, they got rid of uh, McManus and they brought him in. He yeah. missed. I think he missed three last week, but he made a long one this week. And McManus down in Jacksonville, yeah. he mm-hmm. had a good good week, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they cut a guy who uh, was really good for them. Last yeah, Riley Patterson. Yes, and he's now with the he's, Chargers. Got it. No, is he? No. Lions. I thought he was Lions. Lions. Yeah, Lions. Chargers have Cameron Dicker and Dustin Hopkins. Oh, yeah, I think in a competition. 
I think they're currently competing against each other, I think. Oh, yeah, because they signed uh, Hopkins from Washington, right? And then they started kicking field. And people are saying, why are you talking about kickers? Because it matters. Okay, this is from the E-Cyclopedia. Obviously, shout out to Frank to Tank. 18.7% mm-hmm. of NFL games have been decided by three points. Yeah, is that a big number? I don't know. You mm. tell me. 28% of games have been decided by one to three points. Is that a big – you tell me. 56% of games decided by one – to seven points. That's why they always say parity matters awesome. and extra points matter and these little short kicks matter. And if you got a guy missing, it's probably going to show up at the end and fuck you over. Yeah. Which right. sucks. Which is why Justin Tucker is so damn impressive. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. And why Boswell is so damn impressive. Yep. And McPherson is mm-hmm. so damn impressive. And you go down the line, we got a guy, Matt Gay, we paid him here in oh, Indianapolis. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope he makes every kick. That'd be sweet. If he does that, good luck to him. Gonna need him. Let's get to a break. What are you saying? I'm just saying, they're, they're going to need every point that they can get. Oh. Every team, but especially the Colts. They should have had him just say something to the audience. Yeah. Take the mic for a little bit in the street clothes. Yeah. He, he was made. in pads. Would have been sweet. Oh, he was in pads? Okay. Easily could have just been. Still. Hey, can't wait to play in front of all of you. Thank you for coming out. Go Colts. Yeah. Yeah. Or his own little cool tagline. Or like a TV timeout, like, now watch me throw this ball. Yeah. And then he gets a crossbar. Exactly. Boom. Yeah, okay. I guess we could have, yeah. <laughs> Would have been sick. Actually, there, untapped potential, we could, we could really <laughs> dial in the future. I want to let you know, I sent the ideas over. <laughs> <laughs> when I was sitting there realizing that I'm not watching anything. <laughs> no. Wait, when's Chris Angel coming to Lucas Oil? September 8th. Okay. It's a kickoff it, concert. That, yep. That's still oh, happening? It's a, okay, it's a it's a concert. That thing's okay. still happening? Yeah, are we sure? Lolita's death is not going to stop the kickoff concert with the Jim Irsay collection and Chris Angel breaking a world record. Did anyone else just think this? Never know. Is this a setup and Chris brings Lolita? Boom. Two down. for one. Yep. Reanimator. There we go. This the is so Houdini sweet. of our generation this is, is how work, Jim Irsay described it. This yep. is a work. We're getting worked like a bunch of marks. I mean, based on what we heard Saturday night, I don't think, I don't think this could be a work. What if Lolita... What if Lolita comes through to open roof? Yep. Oh. Retractable roof. Wow. <laughs> out of the the seven fifty seven. Yeah, Chris catches her. Yeah. That's the world record. Yep. Holy Power yep. cleans her. Yeah. I miss that fucking whale. That's Accuser. not Lolita either in that picture. Thank but that is. Lolita hasn't jumped out of the water in forty four years. Thank Whoa. you. You pink. Call an old you pink. Thank you. Come on. That's I'm disgusting. just saying, and how do we know it wasn't suicide? Bingo! No, it was, was a It was a renal problem. Kidney disease. Thank you, You're AJ. You're disgusting. Thank asshole. you. Too many hot dogs. You get it, AJ. We were told, if we see Jim, please lift his spirits. He is yeah. heartbroken. Mm-hmm. I said, what? The whale. So Not the movie. And you're out here making jokes. <laughs> I'm not making jokes. I would be heartbroken, too, if my whale committed suicide. No, you wouldn't. Oh, really you would. son of a no, bitch. You, you are way out of line. Whale out of line. Saved, that whale saved Jim a lot of money. <laughs> we know that. Oh, yeah. He All right. Really cared about that. I am disgusted with the lack of respect for Takate. Yeah. It's about on time. This particular no, it's the about time. The Jim Irsay in that Takate picture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's looking that. over. Yeah. yeah. Like, look at crushed. What a great graphic. Yeah. Lolita will be Way with, go, Dirty. Lolita that, will be with Harambe dirty? now. It'll be all be fine. Way to go, yeah. Dirty. Lolita. I mean, unfortunately, she's four Ball feet off the water. Yeah. We know that's not to talk to you. We yes, it know. Is. No, it's too. Oh, no, disgusting. It's not. Oh, I am getting I know. irrationally upset right now with the way you're talking yep. about Takate. Yep. Stand your ground, yeah. Hawker. 
Stay in your ground. Did we trade Takate for Goomp? Is that what happened? No. I'd trade Takate for a bag of balls. Takate swam so that Gumby could fly. That's right. Good pass. Yeah. Good pass. Right. Day died. And Jim has cried. Bars. <laughs> That's right. Uh huh. I do wonder how that plane trip would have went for old Takatay, though. I said that in the first hour, and it's real. If this took her hat, yeah. what would have being at 45,000 feet been like? Yeah, not would have killed multiple humans. Probably crashed the plane yeah. into the ocean. Probably. I watched Hijack. If Takate was on there, none of that happened. No chance. Idris will get that buttoned up real quick. Soaring like an angel. For Takate. Nice That's nice for Takate. We're talking. Uh, Rest in peace, Takate. That one was never Love you, Lolita. And I hope, the Colts, I hope the Colts play for Takate this year. <laughs> they will. Helmet pad. Or just yeah. play. Jersey Super Bowl patch. or bust. <laughs> for Takate. You yeah. think there will yeah. be a helmet sticker or a jersey patch for Takate? What if they got a sure. team on me, Takate on three. One, two, three. Takate. Never forget it. <laughs> Let's take a break. Helmet sticker. Helmet sticker would be amazing. He has to like he has to appeal to the league and Roger Goodell to get a helmet sticker for the whale. Brother awesome. Roger, if you met this whale, <laughs> you would want him on the horseshoe. Him jumping through sorry, her. Yeah. Mm. Uh, she she don't she, give a right. fuck. She's dead. <laughs> Jeez. I am disgusted. I mean, so if, she all of a sudden got liver failure and died right exactly. towards the end. Right? We're about to free the, Like, come on. Yeah, what, what islands this was all on? Red Show tape. me some video. She swallowed all that oh. red tape and it killed her. Yeah. She, she's in captivity. They're feeding her fucking circus peanuts and dumping cans of Coke down her mouth. And <laughs> Good. They can't have those. And now you guys are mocking this 757 that was going to fly her to the open waters. Guess yeah. what? Is, this son is of there a chlorine yeah. in the ocean? I, I don't think so. Exactly. Good for it. Yeah. Great point. I mean, if Jim really loved her, then he should change the name to the Indianapolis Whales. We're talking today, dude. Oh. That'd be so cool if he did. Yeah. The Indy Whales. Nice. Yeah. I mean, Takate. Yeah. Needs a statue. Yeah, she is. Definitely needs a statue outside next next to Peyton. Oh, oh, bonus ball, bonus ball. Oh. Uh. We're talking today. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, she's with us, so, so. watch your mouth. When you're speaking about talking tank, let's get to a break. Okay, Ian Rappaport's on the other side. Okay. Oh, he'd probably try to get the whale meat and smoke it. Yeah. He does like smoking meat. Yep. And but whales. I don't think there's any whale meat getting smoked no. by anybody, especially Takate's. She's going in the rafters where she deserves to be. That's right. Be a friend, tell a friend something nice. And maybe be the friend who tells your friends when they're fucking up. What you guys are saying about Takate is out of line. A whale penis is a oh. dork. That's really? a factual statement. That is Fun true. Fact. Yeah. It's like a baseball bat. Well, uh, some of them. Way some of them not so much. Yeah. You know, and they, they live a really tough life out there. They get bullied. They do. But those who have the big old dorks yeah. <laughs> are swimming around those waters, jumping all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yao Ming size. <laughs> Bingo. Yep. The Jeez. human. The human. Not yeah, that would whole, be so scary. Yeah. The whole body. Yep. That thing comes slithering out, red rocket style, like you see with a dog. Yep. yep. And you know that dork is about to do some real damage. Mm-hmm. That's right. Takate was going to get to experience that for the first time in a long time. Oh, she was craving dork. <laughs> Why is it funny? <laughs> craving son dork. Of a bitch. You son Jeez. Of a bitch. Good how lord. Did, yeah, you guys how, really care about Lolita. Oh, she yeah, was you looking for a dork. Huh? About it. Okay, Tony. Real broken how up about it. Yeah. These guys standing on their high horses. Yeah. God, Lolita. World, guys. She wanted a dork. You're an asshole. Football! Football.
is happening. Preseason's everywhere. There's more joint practices and storylines developing. We'll cover all of them. That's A.J. Hawk. The Toxic Table is here at Boston Connor and at Ty Schmidt. One half of the hammer, Dad. Cowboys turn digs is here. The other half of the hammer, Dad. Cowboys, Bubba Gumpino back in America. Hell yeah. Deported for 446 days. Given a 10-year ban, mm. walked his ass right into the Thunderdome this morning with no limit on the amount of time he's allowed to be. Three years. But other than that, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. no limit. He is in America for good, back in before football season. We love you, Gumpy. Love, love you, you guys. Good to be home. Good I, to be I home. just read through the internet, which I'm going to start doing a lot less of going <laughs> forward. But I seen the reaction. Gumpy, the people are pumped as you're back, pal. Very. I hope you feel the love. I hope you appreciate everything that's being said about you because for a long time, both governments were telling you to go fuck yourself. Yeah. And there were some days where we thought you were never going to come back. And today's a day where everybody's saying, Goomp is home. And we fucking love you oh, yeah. for that, yeah. Gump. And I appreciate the fact that everybody has remembered you and that you're all the way back back in our family. There you go, Gump. We did it, lad. Oh, yeah, lad. We did it. Had to do some politicking, didn't we? That was, wow. that was the end game. That was the end game. Yeah, had to go, you know, yeah, you can wear your John Cena. <laughs> yeah, right. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the politicking you did. Yeah. Yeah, you can say whatever you need to say. Go ahead. Uh-huh. All right. He did. Now on the flip side. Bring him home. We need a guy. Yeah. When does uh, Gump's mandatory military service start? Okay, so I heard that he's actually <laughs> in 446 days. You get the exact amount of time yep. that you're banned, that yeah. you can kind of delay the start of this whole thing. Gumpy's going to be an absolute dog out there. Yes. Yeah. Sniper. That's fair. Absolute That's fair. dog. He's going to be in fair. charge of vibes, obviously. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be a sniper, and also he has the music control. Yeah, yep. of course. <laughs> Yeah. Which might yeah. MVP we know, always. We know when I'm May. on the ox, it's fire yeah. every time. It's just God, out there playing. Yeah. Yeah. It's gone fire. Hope. What did we say? What did we say? There was some, his music popped. Oh, yeah. There was potentially a new music person for a show or whatever that mm-hmm. we, we kind of learned about. And uh, we said literally anybody would be good except for Gumpy. Yeah. And this is Gumpy's first day back, and yeah. we just fucking have to bury him. I forgot that his music taste is horrendous. No yeah. way, but, man. But the good thing with, like, a military... It is so bad, AJ, isn't no it? no way. It is yeah, so bad. He, he loves to introduce you to these up-and-comers that nobody's ever heard of, and they probably... <laughs> and they never come back. They are up. They are up, you, like the hits? You, you know the hits that you really like to hear? I'm not going to play any of them. One fucking plane right to L.A. That's a long time. That's a long time to be in charge of something, you know, but... Made a lasting impression on him. It did. AJ's like, wow, is this a fucking nine-hour flight? Why does this feel so long? Oh, cruel and unusual punishment music that I don't know, and it's terrible pounding through my ears. Who's doing this? Oh, the guy that dressed like Fidel Castro. That's his head, not us. No, no, no. But everything other than that, Gumpy is the best at, and we're thankful he's back. Joining us now, senior NFL insider for the NFL Network and NFL Plus. They were running a banner ad for NFL Plus that took up actually... 65% 65% of the screen. Yep. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this on the NFL Network's oh, display yeah. of these preseason games? They drop an NFL Plus thing that takes up the entire screen yep. while football is happening. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, here we go. Now we're ruining NFL Network with NFL Plus stuff. I assume NFL Plus is working. I think people watching preseason games on there. Yeah, but... Go ahead. It won't let you airplay it from your fucking phone or tablet to your TV, so you have to watch it on your phone or tablet. Why? 
So update the tech. Let's do it. If we're going to be forcing it down our throats, let's do that. Ian Rappaport, though, the focal point of NFL Plus and a man that hosts the weekly wrap-up of Rap Sheet and Friends, us being a friends, he being Rap Sheet. Ladies and gentlemen, Ian Rappaport. How you doing, doing, Rap? What's going on? How you guys doing? Uh, I don't know if you've seen. uh, Obviously, you haven't because we haven't changed it yet. But we have a background for you that I've heard that you would know about. Maybe other people would not. Uh, Oh, boy. This is Nant- Nantucket. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that looks, that's basically been my life for the last four days. And that is every night around 730 or so. That is reality. It looks very nice. Okay. So you're on vacation again? This right. guy? Well, I'm, wor- I'm literally working right now. I worked yesterday. Now, the location is different. Mm. Like, so I'm not home, but I've been grinding here. Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah. You look around and like the fruits for, of your labor, but also gotta yeah, earn this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Right, yeah. like I was on a boat this morning and I took a phone call on the boat. Oh, really? Everybody else on that boat loved it. I bet. I bet they were very oh, happy yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. They get a big kick out of it. Although in Nantucket, so nobody cares. It's like it's like Vegas. It's like a lot of people do. You know. A lot of people do important things around here, yeah. not like me, but real things, and so nobody cares. Yeah, I've heard about a beach up there that actually has quite a scene a few years back, and oh, they kind of yeah. ended it. I've heard Nantucket gets a little bit wild. I'm sure all the yups love it. Happy you're calling us from there, and thank you for working on this Monday, August 21st. Yeah. Let's start dive into what you maybe got a phone call about on that boat. Jonathan Taylor traveling with the Indianapolis Colts to the Philadelphia Eagles joint practice, allegedly via Shane Steichen's statement. Last week, he was out for personal reasons. Before that, it was rehab on his ankle. This is all during training camp. Very abnormal situation with a very loud negotiation happening around it all with Jim Mersey and his agent. Where do we stand? Him traveling with the team. This is good news. And is that what you got the call about on the middle of the boat where you pissed all these rich people off? Um, uh, I don't get the sense that him... So him traveling is interesting and you know it, it does sound like Shane Steichen is telling the truth. It sounds like he's going to be there. He's still on PUP. Um, I don't get the sense that his status is changing at all, and I don't get the sense his trade request is being rescinded or he's any closer to playing with the team. So him traveling is at least interesting, but it's not something that's indicative of like, all right, well, he's traveling, and then he'll come off PUP, and then he'll play for the Colts, and we'll be good. Like, I guess theoretically maybe in the future that could somehow happen, but it doesn't feel like they're close to that now. It feels more like physically – he will be with the team, but everything is still where it was before, which is Ursay thinking one thing, Jonathan Taylor having the trade request that still stands, essentially because the Colts have decided that he was not going to get a new contract this year, and everyone is still tense and at odds with each other despite where he might personally be. Yeah, and he's getting $4 million this year to play running back for the Indianapolis Colts. We all just kind of started brainstorming publicly about how this could get settled. You give him a couple more million dollars guaranteed and let him know, hey, this is the reality of the situation. We're not able to trade you right now because nobody's going to want to give you a long-term contract at this particular stage of the NFL calendar. We don't have a lot of money, but it's gotten really ugly publicly, obviously. If he's back in the building, let's go take a road trip together. You know, maybe, maybe, you know, you remind of like, hey, we can be. This is good. This is fun. It's good to be a part of a yeah, team. Yeah, mm-hmm. we like that you're a part of our team. You know, maybe after two weeks away from the team, isn't that probably a step in the right direction? Yeah, and I think for you know, if you're sh- everyone has a role in these negotiations, right? And so the GM is the business guy, and he's going to handle whatever negotiations with anyone are going on. You have the owner, Jim Irsay, who has been 
you know, uncommonly vocal as most owners are not, but he is, you know, clearly the one I would say kind of driving this and making the ultimate decisions. And then you have the coach who's trying to coach the football team and bring and essentially recruit guys in to his culture. And I think eventually the Colts are going to have a really good culture because that is what Shane Steichen is going to expect and demand. And so that's kind of his role is to see if he can bring from a football sense, bring Jonathan Taylor in. Uh, now, the other thing is, you know, you, you said no one's going to trade for him. I have some questions about that, oh, with all due respect, of course. Really? Because you were getting closer to the season. The leverage is, if you're a good team and you really have questions there, like, do you want to pay for a running back? I don't know. Not everybody does. But maybe you're like, I'm one player away, and this is the only way that I can get a great dynamic player. So I, okay. I'm not saying anything's happening. I'm just saying – we will see if anyone's willing to trade for him. And I would assume that Malky, the agent of Jonathan Taylor that has made this, been a part of this whole thing, is what how everybody views it. Because once he signed with Malky... Kawa. Kawa. Kawa yep. uh, once he signed with him, that's when allegedly this thing all changed in the last <laughs> few months. They're taking a firm line in the sand. They're saying this is how we're doing it. He would have to think that there's more money out there somewhere or a trade destination, right? If he was the one saying we want to be traded, you would think? I mean, you would think, and this is sort of what agents do. Now, obviously, everyone's going to follow the rules, and no one's going out there and, and you know, doing something that's going to get anyone in trouble, uh, I believe. But, yeah, I mean, this is the agent's job is to see what else is out there in the best interest of his clients. And, you know, it seems pretty clear to me that if the Colts were willing to pay Jonathan Taylor what really, really good dynamic running backs make, um, that that's where he would be. But if they're not, it is the agent's job to go out and say, like, what else is there? And that's why, you know, I think the trade request was interesting. It was delivered, I think, in a pretty professional way to Jim Ursay's face, kind of reiterated there um, and made clear, like, this is what's the best interest of Jonathan Taylor and his client. And that's, yeah, I mean, that's what the agent's job is. But you're right. I mean, it does seem like when he made an agent changed, it seems the plan's kind of changed a little bit. I hope he gets paid all the money in the world. I hope he plays good football. But as Shane's trying to build this culture, a culture, might I add, where everybody on the sideline, the sideline staff, coach's choice, white Air Forces. Ooh. They're wearing they're wearing ice cream. Really? That's what everybody the equipment managers like all like all whites? All whites. Freshest ice cream Air Forces. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, you're Sweet. damn right. As soon as a uh, couple guys I know that work there walked over and they're all wearing like fresh white Air Forces. I'm like, is this the sideline shoe or the year? They're like, yeah, we all got to pick out a bunch of them, whatever. I'm like, Shane's the fucking man. Now, holy shit. Let's go ahead and do that. That's a great yeah. choice. I love that. And then I used to love Air Forces. You know, I used to wear them in like 1997, 1998. I went back to my childhood home to get my old ones, and my mom threw them out. Oh, oh, no, they're not available either. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, you go to Nantucket, well, you can't get a fresh pair of ice creams. Okay. Obviously, can't do that. And I know why you like them, Ian. Same reason I do. Just like cowboy boots, you're two inches taller in these oh. things. I like that Shane Steichen's like, hey, our sideline's going to fucking tower. Yeah. <laughs> everybody else, and we're going to look fresh. But with that being said, his culture, everybody is loving it. You know? Yeah. It's like, how long do you... I hope he get. I hope he, if he's traveling with the team, that makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. That makes For me. Sure. That yeah. makes me feel good personally. Then maybe they'll figure it out. We shall see. Go ahead, AJ Hawk. Ian, what about another running back out in Vegas, Josh Jacobs? Anything going to happen anytime soon? I know the head coach has been talking about it a little bit. So okay, so it's it's August twenty first, right? 
And so we're, yeah. I think what, we're two weeks, exactly. a little more than two weeks for the season, right? So this is around the time that guys will sort of sometimes show up. It's, it's basically around the, the time frame where guys need to get ready. So unless Josh Jacobs is going to miss games, which I have not got any indication that's, that that's going to happen, you'd think at some point soon he would show up. Right. I mean, he is a it seemed like the you know, obviously the negotiation to a long term deal didn't work. He did not get a new contract, but it seemed like at least everything was transparent and honest. And so my sense was this was not a situation where the player was like, I hate everyone. This team's terrible. They don't respect me. It was more like we disagree on value. And so therefore we weren't able to get a deal done. So I would imagine, you know, his window to show up is probably fairly close um, and if that's the case, then like it's an easy transition. RB1 comes in, you know, sounds like he's in good shape, but you know, come in, work with the team, take a couple weeks to get back. Like, I don't get the sense that this will be anything that'll actually affect this team on the field for week one. Yeah, him and Jimmy, we assume, will just pick right up. Yep. No problems at all. Of course. And Josh Jacobs, consummate professional whenever he's there. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody loves him, everybody enjoys him. He's and led, an awesome player. Like the NFL in rushing. You're, t- you're t- like, Talking about Jonathan Taylor being a dynamic player, he certainly is. He was not Josh Jacobs last year. No. He had less, you know, he's not Saquon last year. He was the year before then, which is the big question right. mark about running backs is like, can you sustain mm-hmm. being great at that position? I guess we'll see. These running back conversations hopefully don't happen again next offseason, but there's a lot of big name free agents mm-hmm. next year in the running back market. We're really going to see if the narrative that's being built right now is reality or just the current circumstance. That's right. Yeah. yeah, and that I was I was actually thinking about that because there's going to be probably I mean we'll see who kind of emerges this year, but like six or seven or more big name, really good running backs who are going to be now some will get tagged, but going to be free agents moving forward. And then it's like, you know, do none of them get paid, or does everyone go? You know what? These guys are valuable based on the current market because it's actually gone down, down, down. At some point, it's going to go up. You know, free agency for the running back is going to be I think the biggest story. Next March, probably. The punter market needs to go back up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You said down, down, down. It needs to balance out at some point. Diggs has a question for you, Rap. Yeah, Ian, the uh, last quarterback competition down in Tampa Bay, uh, Trask got the start this weekend. I thought he actually looked pretty good. He played a lot. Um, is there a decision coming out of there soon, or what are you hearing? Uh, so it, it seems that, you know, they, we got a preseason game this week. Um, at some point, they will name a starter for that third preseason game. A lot of times, it's like, we're going to name this guy the starter, and then if he does well, that's our guy. Like Usually the third preseason game is the closest we get to what's like an actual you know, mm-hmm. warm-up to the season. So that should be a good indication. You know, I would say just kind of taking a, a look at it from afar, it does seem like Baker Mayfield's in really good position there. Um, and I, you know, I think you sign him to that contract, sign just him in general, that's probably the way it's – you know, likely going to go anyway. But what you want to do is you want to play the whole thing out, get the whole body of work, uh, and then make a decision. But, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it certainly looks like from the way it's shaken out now that Baker Mayfield's in pretty good position. I don't like what Baker's family allegedly did to him. Yeah, not good. Mm-hmm. I mean, because this is, uh, you know, like this could be a brand new, very hungry Baker, right? Yeah. Sure. This yeah. could be a very, 
which could be good for the Buccaneers, but also would like to let Baker Mayfield know that's bullshit that that happened to you. If that happened to you, you're never probably going to trust anybody ever again for the rest of your life. And like that sucks, dude. Yeah. Absolutely sucks. If what allegedly he invested in some of his family's businesses, mm-hmm. and then I one, think it's his. It was his dad's company, right? Wasn't that right? Yeah, twelve million, and then it just disappeared. Yeah. And then now he has some questions about where it is. And on this call right here, I mean, obviously we've got people that have kin that have suffered from this. Like, I think that's why we always try to say, like, not everybody's family is out of the movies. You know, like, not everybody's parents are like good parents and actually care about their kid. Now. The Mayfields are obviously going to have their response. This is all alleged. But there's a lot of other situations that we've experienced in professional sports as a whole and in the NFL where sometimes these guys are getting preyed upon because they have money as opposed to being celebrated alongside. And uh, it's fucked up if this is what happened with the Baker. But on the flip side, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Revenge. We are back trying to rip it up. You know what I mean? We got to go. We just lost a lot of (laughs) – we just lost a significant amount of income. Yeah. For the rest of our lives, we need to get going. Not that Baker won't do well on the internet and be able to make a living, yeah. but it's like that could be another, you know. Stack mm-hmm. it up. Here we fucking go. Yeah. Have we ever talked to Baker? I don't think so. No. no. I said what's up to him that one time in Miami. News At ne- Super Bowl. Yeah. That was Super it. Bowl. That's it? Yeah. Weird, right? Feels like this. We he's a good dude. We don't know him. You would like well. him. No. no. Not at all. I mean, you would like him because he's one of those guys that literally whatever you ask, he'll just tell you what's on his mind. So, like, it's not for everyone, but – you like honesty more than a lot of people I know, so it would, it would probably keep you on your toes, but he's a good interview. Love it. He, he was on his toes that one night. I've I seen his highlights. Mm-hmm. He takes shots and just keeps coming. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know what I mean? He takes yeah. shots, keeps coming in the NFL, in college, on the field, off the field. Oh, yeah. Everything. I love the way the guy plays. Love the way he operates. Fucked up what happened to him, mm-hmm. if that is what happened to him. Do you know anything more about that as an insider, or is that just all we'll see how it plays? Um, I don't know any real facts about it because – and I think with these things, it's so hard because everyone on both sides are so sure about what happened that uh, like Michael me, Orr. for instance, uh, it's yeah. like to, better to be like, let's just let this play out because like I and getting in someone's personal business is not fun. I do not always want to be there. Just no. being completely honest. So I will let this one play out. Having Michael Orr in the twoies. Yeah. You know anything? I mean, I the author's on his side. No. Yeah, no. He's the dead. author's on whose side? RL. Side. I thought he was on worse side. I thought he said Michael didn't get didn't get any money from it. Yeah, no, he, he did. He but he said. didn't he also say the family didn't get a lot of money from it? Which, yeah, my understanding of it, and this is just from following loosely because I met Michael Orr at the Senior Bowl, mm-hmm. and he was so intimidating looking. We had great conversations. It's massive. Ma- in his face, he has resting like I will fuck you up face. Mm-hmm. It is right. one of the most. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. on my field. He was on field goal, and it's like. You don't deserve to be like I. Sh- you should not be on my field goal team. So sorry. But with that being said, uh, when you look at me, I'm scared to death. So mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you that every time I see he's very kind, very very mm-hmm. nice to me. I always understood the story. Now, I don't think he told me this, but I just kind of looked into it afterwards. Was they sold the story to somebody? Yep. That person wrote a book, and then that person got the residuals from the movie. Mm-hmm. So it was like the author of the book who bought the original rights was the one that kind of cashed in. On the whole thing. That's how I understood it. And then obviously last week everything changes. Sounds like you don't know shit about fuck. So yeah. we will. Well, move. no, but that's also, I would say that's the money, you know, the money rights are a thing, but like there's also the like sort of cottage industry with all this. So like Leanne Tui has built a foundation that has raised a lot of money. And I don't know, 
I don't know enough to know if she gets a paycheck from that or not. I just don't know that. But that has been a massive, massive multimillion-dollar business based on from the book and the movie. And so if anyone's profiting from that, then I think that would be – so it's not just the – it's like the book, the movie, and then everything else. Like their whole life is is that. And I was covering – so I was covering Mississippi State for the Jackson newspaper when Michael Orr was going to Ole Miss. And so it was this crazy – before it was a book, it was this crazy message board story that like this unbelievable football player was – they thought taken in or adopted or who knows by this Memphis family and everyone thought it was the craziest thing because it's like, well, obviously you did this so he could go to Ole Miss and then it's like, well, no, no, it's legit. And then the movie came out everyone's like, no, no, no it's legit. And now I think it's like I don't know what to think because maybe all those message board people in like nineteen, you know, in two thousand and four were right. I've no, it's it's crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of conspiracies popping off about what's real, what's not real. I think while you're watching a movie, they even play into the fact that oh, you just did this so he'd go to Ole Miss or whatever, mm-hmm. and it ended up going that way and working out. He goes to the NFL, and it seems to be a great story. And then now it's all fake. Sandra, oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Sandra Bullock won an Oscar for what? Playing a fake person. Yeah. Oh, that's what actresses do. Mm-hmm. What I mean, she did a great job. That was that was a great role. Yeah, oh, made everybody yeah. fall in love. Right, yeah, so much. Yeah. Like, Bad year. She was movies. almost too good. She yeah. was almost too good at that. Was. Thing. Anyways, I appreciate the fact that you have a little bit more information. Hopefully, it all figures itself out, and we hope bygones are bygones, and they all make money off it. Yeah. You know, that's what we hope. Yeah. Who knows if it's going to happen? Probably not. Yeah. Ty has a question for you. Yeah, probably not. Uh, Rap sheet. Just curious. I saw a report or a rumor this weekend that there's a chance that uh, Bosa's holdout could actually extend Whoa. into the regular season, and he might miss a couple games. Are things souring there? Is there any validity to that, or is that mostly speculative bullshit? I would never say that. So the Bosa's are the most concrete, black and white, business-minded people, family, maybe in all of football, wow. right? So like they're going to get their value that they believe they deserve no matter what. So while like, look, I would be surprised at this point if that ended up happening. A lot of times the team and the player can come together on a deal and, you know, figure out something before the season if literally anyone would be willing to do it, it would be, well, I'd say Nick Bosa in this case, but or Joey Bosa. I mean, Bosa did it his rookie year, his last contract. Like, I, you know, obviously showed up to training camp before he got his extension, but the deal was done by that point. And, like, if I would never say with a Bosa that it's impossible because these guys take their value extremely, extremely seriously. Now, this case, what this seems to be about is, is he going to be the highest paid non-quarterback or is he going to come in under Aaron Donald? Like that's the question. Aaron Donald at 31.5 or 31.4, I think. I think that's right. Good for Aaron And so like is Bosa going to come in under that or above that? That's really the question. Either way, he's going to be very rich, but his value he takes extremely seriously. Yeah, and he's only getting better, it feels like, especially with the new diet that he started last year where he looks better, is more explosive somehow than he's ever been. He understands his value. His whole family does. You, If you do recall, yeah. you know, we looked up what the Paisan's history is with their family tree. Uh, Al Capone's bodyguard in Chicago is their grandfather. So Ooh. I think they've understood worth for a long time, and I appreciate that that is just oh, how it is. Seriously? He didn't know that. Did I not know that? You don't know Clearly. shit. Oh my god! Shit you, you, about anything. No one has mentioned this. They've been in the league for like eight years. No one has said something to me about. Uh, it. We have said this. Yes. 
hundreds of times. At least. Oh, I, I, you know, I've what was his name? What did he go no, by? I, I he went by Big Tuna and Joey Batters. Big Tuna and Joey Batters. Sorry, great-grandfather. 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 Sorry, Al Capone. A little bit longer ago. Didn't know how long these Italians live. They live forever. Yeah, yeah right. they do. Yeah, Pasta. You know what I mean? They'll be... What's that? Pasta helps. Is that what you heard? Yeah, I saw it. It was a tweet. It was a report. His great-grandfather... Tony Accardo was a Chicago mob boss for more than 40 years. Thank you, Tony. Tony Accardo? Mm-hmm. Bro, the bosses don't fuck around, and they're so good at football. So yeah. good. So, so good. So good. Unbelievable. They have been, too, right? Just since forever. Yeah, and they know they're good, too. And I like that they set the standard, like, yeah, you're going to pay us. Yes. You know? mm-hmm. Sweet. What are you going to do? Not show up. We actually won't, too. This ain't all this public conjecture. We don't like, care. You think Big Tuna fucking did what he did for us to bow down to you guys? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. No. So you're going to pay me $32 million a year. That's what we're going to do. Okay. Or I'm not going to be there. And the Niners are going to have to do it. Oh, yeah. He's defensive player of the fucking year. He right? can give us 10% of the team, too. Yeah, we're not even talking about that really at all. We're the, let alone the grandfather, great-grandfather, Al Capone bodyguard, them being like very cutthroat business people. Mm-hmm. Just like, hey, this is how this goes. He's the defense player of the year. They're a very good fucking team. Brock Purdy's back. He looked phenomenal. I assume all vibes yeah. out of Niners camp right now are very high, except for maybe our best football player that we have is just not here, and it's not really being being chatted about much, I guess. It is. Uh, you're right. Now, first of all, the vibes are really good. Like, the fact that Purdy went out there and I think looked like himself. I mean, really just looked regular, which I don't know what we were expecting, but, like, I was really curious. Looked totally fine. Like, that's really good. You know, the holdouts are weird. Like, Chris Jones obviously holding out two. Oh, there's another um, one, I guess. But you sort of just like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like how many days in a row, you, there's no update. How many days in a row are you going to say the same thing? So we all kind of forget about it. And then we get to like this point or maybe the next week or so, and it's like, hey, you know that one of the best players in the NFL is not actually there. And the racking of fines. Now, the difference is Bosa's fines, because he's on his rookie deal, is on his fifth-year option, they can be forgiven. Chris Jones's cannot. Ooh. So that actually is a little bit different. Like he's going to be fine. We'll see if they work it into a new contract if he gets it. But like Bosa can get those can get erased. Chris Jones cannot. But yeah, I mean, two really awesome defensive players not with their teams right now. Got it, AJ. Ian, what about Dak Prescott and Dallas? Have things kind of calmed down a little bit from all the all the chatter we've been hearing about about Dak throwing interceptions in practice and them talking back and forth? Yeah, the I was a little surprised that the trash talk thing has become such a thing. I mean, Dak does talk some trash, and I think Trevon Diggs talks some. And it's like Cowboys have a very active camp. They also have reporters who are very active as well and, like, literally right there. I mean, they cover the team as hard as anyone. Um, so I think all that's gotten some publicity. Um, to me, that's all good. Like, like camp is right headed. there. Yeah. What does that mean? Look hand, out. hand yeah. in the dirt. What, what, yeah. what, what yeah. I mean like, is putting like, on pads, like yeah. Sean yeah. Jefferson, wide receiver <laughs> yeah. coach for yep. the Panthers. Roman mm-hmm. the sideline. No, Pat, like what I mean is like there are some camps where reporters are like over there. Like when I was at Broncos camp, it was like, all right, the field is here and all the reporters are over there. Stay? And so we were all like oh, on a hill in a tent. It was very lovely. It was shaded. Um, they had sodas and water for us. But, like, we couldn't hear what was being said on the field. The Cowboys reporters are right there. Like, they're literally, like, in the huddle. So you hear all the trash talk. And I really like it because it's fun and, like, some of the stuff is really clever. But you do get kind of, like, a really close view at what guys are saying on the field, which, you know, not for everyone. And not everyone's used to hearing that. Um, So I think it's gotten some publicity. I think Dak is going to be fine. I do think the interception thing – was a storyline and I think has been a focus in camp. 
Um, I think he's going to be fine, but like that drumbeat is going to continue until he goes out and is sort of as clean. You know Weren't what I mean? Weren't they killing Dak for saying that the interceptions were going to go down this year? Yes. Yeah. Oh, what yeah. he's talking about? No, What's he not. supposed to say? What, what is <laughs> Dak? throw twice as many. Bro, you thought it was bad last year. Yeah. Holy wait, shit. Wait till you see me now. I've been working on left-handed ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what was he, you know, everything about the Cowboys, though, I guess, is, and Jerry Jones was on some show saying, well, of course I'm going to chase a ghost every single year. I'm not going to give up hope, mm-hmm. he says, but it feels like this year we have a legitimate shot, even though it's been 28 years. Yeah. Since they Ooh. won a championship, every year you get bought in. Damn. This year with Mike McCarthy back calling the plays and Dak Prescott maybe using the run a lot more, hopefully they'll be able to do their thing because we're going to see them on national TV every fucking weekend regardless. Yep. The other team you talked about not letting you see anything, the Broncos. That interesting situation brewing over there in Denver because we're all eager to see how the Sean Payton-Russell or Wilson relationship goes. Connor has a question about that whole thing. Yeah, Rapture. Obviously the Broncos played you know Russell Wilson five years 260 or, or whatever it is, so he's going to play. But Jared Stidham got first-team reps in that preseason game. I believe it was against the Cardinals. Not positive, though. Uh, is there some sort of leash on Russ? Like, is is he going to get a full season, or could this be like a Derek Carr situation where halfway through, three-quarters the way through, it's just not working out and Sean Payton's going to go somewhere else? Nobody wants that. Like, I know it was the reality for the Raiders, but nobody wanted that either. That was a sort of a unique situation. Um, but look, I think it's really clear that this is a pivotal year for Russell Wilson. Like if he comes out and it's like last year, then it's, it's not good. And you know, do I think he's going to be pulled for Stidham? Like, I don't think that's on anyone's radar. Um, but Russ, Russ needs to perform. Um, and it's a, you know, it's a hard offense to pick up. It is really complicated. It takes someone with a really, really high level of processing but Sean Payton has been successful with basically every quarterback he's had. Like, really? Like, you know, and it's not, and I don't know, it was, some were Drew Brees, but they were not all Drew Brees, right? They weren't. So, um, you know, I would say it's a pivotal year for Russ. He really needs to, needs to figure this out, needs to come out strong, needs to have a really good year. He played a lot in the preseason. Like, I'll, most teams, it seems now, don't play anyone. Except for the Super Russell Bowl Wilson. champions. Mm-hmm. Except for the yep. Super Bowl champions. Well, yes, except for the Super Bowl champions. That's, but I actually don't know what the right answer is. Honest, I mean, I know we talked about this before, but like, there's various ways to do this. But Sean Payton has played everyone, and I think it'll help. But it does underscore like how much work needs to go into it for this team to be functioning. Sean Payton, Andy Reid, Mike Tomlin, McDermott. What's Cincinnati doing? No, no, no. Burrow's been hurt. Oh yeah, because he's got. Well, but but also, but also Zach Taylor's from. The Rams, who didn't play anyone until this year when they're playing everyone, Mm. which is different. Everyone's young. Anything we miss? Um, How about that fine on Quan Alexander? Just absolute bullshit. Why is that happening? Guy lost $40,000 for that hit. Ian, who do we got to talk to? How's this happen? Why is there not a preseason game fine schedule Mm -hmm. where guys are making $3,200 a week? Uh, So he can appeal... And then they can whittle it down to a certain percentage of his salary. So that actually happens a lot. It, I'm not saying it's the media's fault, but it doesn't get publicized a lot when guys win these appeals. Could be anyone's fault. So that would be um, your fault? Your fault. NFL Plus's fault? Yep, that is correct. Whoa. 
NFL Plus is a thriving, successful organization. Definitely not football. It's I don't know. I saw some people trying to watch some games on there, and it was just like, uh, you know, when you're FaceTime and you can't connect, they got like yeah. that exclamation Triangle. point. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like Oh, you that. mean my nightmare? No, that's not the case. No, NFL Plus has been great. Those banner ads, man. I got a lot of screenshots. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it, but I heard a lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was the Steelers game on there. I think it was the numerous was, people. Oh, I, was, I watched it, but I assume, you know, people sometimes blame ass when they have terrible fucking internet. Oh yeah, that was the Amazon. Did you right? see? Did you see that the Steelers had to clarify? I saw Matt Canada's comments that Najee Harris is their starting running back. Did you see this? Well, no. That, so this is something we didn't talk about. What happened? I mean, I guess Jalen Warren's been really impressive, and which is awesome. And I think he's a really good young running back, but like. Um, they basically Matt. I think while we were starting today, and you guys call that up. I think Matt Canada basically said Najee's our number one, which like I would never think anybody would need to say, but it is really interesting because if you're a Steelers fan, like this is good news. Like running backs, like Najee Harris is extremely good, but running backs sometimes can get hurt. Um, this is a really good deep team, and I do think. You know, I know you guys always pay very close attention to the Steelers. Like, I think this is going to be a pretty good Steelers year. I really do. Yeah, everybody's saying they're a sneaky contender out there because how Kenny Pickett's looking. Is Najee hurt right now? No, no, no. He uh, no. he got a just, he got a carrier too. It's just um, his Jalen Warren's yards per carry is much more. And you know, the Steeler, the Pittsburgh Steelers fans, me being one of them, always sometimes tends to like the backup more than the starter if the starter's not performing up to their highest. Well, Jerome Bettis, you know what I mean? A bussy. Najee is our one. There's no doubt about that. We're protecting him to get him to that point. We're planning on Najee being Najee when we start the regular season. Boom. You just watch a guy pull away from number one defense in the NFL. Okay, we all saw it. He's awesome. Last year, there was glimpses of it, too. He's really good. He's ball player. We understand this might be a Zeke-Tony Pollard situation, but with that being said... Naj still number one. We love him here. But and Najee's a lot younger. Like when it was a Zeke Tony Pollard situation, Zeke was getting up in age. Mm. Um, not saying he's old, but I'm just saying Pollard clearly was the faster, better running back. Like I think both these guys for the Steelers Damn. are gonna be really good. Wow. How how is Zeke up there in New England good? Because I remember Connor's first reaction good. to it was it's not Dalvin, but yeah. it is something. Well, yeah. I didn't say this either, but everyone was like, Jesus Christ, is Zeke on the James Harden Houston diet? Whoa. I thought that was uncalled for. People said that? Yep. Doesn't seem right. How's your Nantucket diet? You just boozing all day? What? Oh. What do you mean? Of course. Why do we even ask? He's already boozing. I would say this. Um, I was at a brewery before this. Went to Cisco Brewery, but just to have lunch. That's your utopia, huh? Yeah. You you like, you walk into a brewery, you're like, oh, my God. Oh, God. Explosion everywhere. They have a very good... That's a terrible visual. Um, they have a good product. Um, I've had whale's tail. It's very good. But food trucks, a lot of good food too trucks soon. there. So it's, it's a good. Too soon. And they had a too magician soon. for the kids. So the kids were uh, all hanging out with the magician for 20 minutes, 40 minutes. It was great. Oh, magic man, huh? Can he bring back? Lolita? Yep. You got anything to say about Takate? No. You piece of shit. Not even rest in peace? Yeah, Christ. Who is this? Thank you. I feel like oh, oh my god! god. Oh. Yeah. Wow! Right. The NFL sucks. Insider for wow. NFL Plus, Ian Rappaport. All right. Yeah. That was wow. so disgusting. Oh, wow. What hang your, head, he hang get, your head in shame. Hang your head in shame. He might get canceled. What a sack of shit. Yeah. Shefter's <laughs> stock is just going through the roof <laughs> right <laughs> now. <laughs> Holy shit! Unfollow. I mean, this is people are saying it. I don't. 
after this, as soon as we get done, I'm going to look up what that is, and then I'm going to feel what that is. It's Lolita, you son of a bitch. Even I know that. centipede right before that. (laughs) What? (laughs) If he's going to be looking stuff up, don't don't look up that. He probably already, he already he's he's aware of it. He two knows. girls, yeah. one cup. While you're at it, how do you don't do that yeah. either? Yeah, no, Get island, all this island boys, yeah. church of fudge, eleven forty dollars. Glass yeah. ass, oh, glass ass is a good one. Oh, he's saying you might as well just meat spin that. But like, yep. Yep. <laughs> hey, Takate, you need to know that this can't yeah. happen again. Nope. Nope. That was bad. This type of thing here is that why Ursa? What is happening? Is this guy Are serious? You serious? Don't wait. He doesn't know. Where have you been? Have another beer, Rafshi. What? Cisco <laughs> Bird. What? I'm reading about Talkatay. What? Jim Ursay said. What? what? Heartbroken. What? He's going to fly this whale from Miami to Washington. What? Rap, you're an embarrassment. You need to know that. It's a, I'm well, an embarrassment for a lot of reasons. This is not the biggest reason. You well, have no idea? I don't know. All right. I'm, I told you I'm going to figure it out. And then I'm going to figure it out. It's already been figured out. She's dead. Thanks, Rap. Yeah. You just ruined the ending? Oh, it's not a movie. The ending is a real life story that never really suicide, got started. Right? It was not, it was not yeah. suicide. It was not suicide. Lolita was Wait, He's a Buddhist. Uh, Hold on. Poisoning. Buddhists kill themselves. No, no, there's no conspiracies. They're yeah, just, like it's cloudy. Viral. Cause of death. Yeah. It's been cloudy. <laughs> it's cloudy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's not. Why are you laughing? Now you're making me laugh. Yeah, stop well, laughing, Pat. Don't laugh. The whale was dead. Pat's not, not lauging. laughing. Pat's not, not laughing. laughing. He's crying. A dead whale here. It looks like a laugh. I laugh at a funeral. Can't understand what I mean. I saw it. Okay? Anyways, rap. This is not a good way to go into the season for you. No, it is not. Bad. You cannot be so checked out of everything happening in the NFL that you don't know about, literally and figuratively, the largest story happening. Yeah. Around the NFL, mm-hmm. which is a killer whale that Jim Mercy fell in love with, who's a Buddhist, who he wanted to free one time. Yep. So maybe that whale could go meet her mom again that she hadn't seen in 50 years because she's been in captivity in Miami. He was going to pay $25 million yep. to turn a 740. You, what are you it's laughing about? What, what are you fuck? laughing about? Couldn't pay Jonathan Taylor because of it. Yes. That's not what Oh I'm my gosh. Statue's <laughs> already up. This is the first outline for it. This is disgusting. Let's get out of here. Thanks, Rap. Thanks for everything, dude. Takate oh, and guys. her family. Takate and her family. Well, thank you. Yeah. Talk Rest in peace. Talk that was care. heartfelt. No, that was heartfelt. She didn't have any family. Yeah, I was just going to talk about the family was waiting in the Puget Sound for her return. No, no, no. <laughs> they ripped her away from her mother 65 years ago. Yeah, and shot that whale on the head, too. Yeah. Two. What is that? They didn't oh, shoot Takate me, in I the forgot. head. Yeah, we're still going with this. All right, parade. thank you, They would have used the harpoon. Thank okay. you, Rapport. Jesus. Okay. This is disgusting. It is. is what happened. I'm so sick of this. You're a part of the problem. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Ian Rapport. Jeez. That's what happened. What happened? He didn't know about Takate? That's yeah. wild. That's Murder. sleeping on the job. The Jesus only Christ. owner who tweets. Ooh. How does he not know about Lolita? Uh, Woody Johnson tweets. Sure. I thought he talks. Oh, yeah. He Instagrams. Wait, speaking of... Oh, come on. Oh, what, what teams win in the Super Bowl or national championship now because they had uh, CM in their building? Oh, Ohio State. Ohio State. Okay. Yeah. Carl Magic. Yeah. yeah. Did you see that? Carl Magic Who? made his way into the Buckeyes football team meeting room. Yeah. Nope. Wait, uh, nope. I'm unaware of any of what's happening with all this. Carl Magic is a dog, dude. Carl yeah. Magic performed at a couple of our shows. Yeah. Like back in the day. We've known Carl Magic a long time. He's not the greatest American he, he's an indie guy? Hero, but he's good. Huh? 
Is he an indie guy or something? No, he's from actually Myrtle Beach. Oh, I've been to Myrtle Beach. You've seen Carl Magic then? Yep. Yeah. He's seen you if you've been there. This guy's a talent. Yeah. Yes. Unbelievable. This guy's a real talent. Tricks are really good. Did you good. take the American Escape Hero over Carl Magic? I, no. I'm taking Carl Magic 10 days out of 10. Over Michael oh. Griffin? Definitely Whoa. over Michael Malone. That's a lot. Yep. Are you sure? You know I know this? The great American Escape Hero that you guys speak of? Mike Griffin? He's from Ohio. You know who they called in to Ohio yeah, you're right. to talk to the Buckeyes? Good Fucking point. Carl Magic. That's because they couldn't find Michael Griffin. Because he escaped. Yeah. Reality. Yeah. So... Ipso facto. What if what if the great American escape hero just went to the sixth dimension and never came back? I could Good, see that if you wanted to. Wait, does he I call himself it. Carl Magic or Carl Michael? Magic. Carl Magic. Uh, Carl Magic. I mean, you guys don't want to call him Carl Magic, I assume. No. Carl. Call him by his right name, like we do everyone. Carl. Carl Michael's magic. magic tricks. Carl. He's a dog, dude. That's all you need to know. Yeah. yeah. CM Magic. Carl Michael okay. Magic. I'll have to check him out. I like magic. You won't be able to see him. <laughs> Now you see me. Yep. Boom. Now you, you don't. don't. Carl Magic. See you later. Right. He yeah. loves vodka, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I didn't had know. some vodka for him. He's a booze hound. We had a good time. That night, everybody's boozing. This oh. was the evening where. It was yeah. awesome. Uh, Joey Jaws Chestnut Did drank juice. 13 oh. beers. Yeah. What? Yeah. Nice. And then chugged an entire uh, bottle. Team, yeah, he, bottle. He got a Carl yeah. Magic's uh, vodka stand. Carl Magic got after it a little bit. Did a magic trick in the middle of the entire theater. I think he was standing on seats at one point. Mm-hmm. Sweet. It was a great night. It was nice. a great night. A lot of fun. We should do that again. But also, I don't think I could survive another one of those evenings. Oh. I think we're booking a live show soon. Ooh. An announcement. It's a big one. It's too big of a, a venue. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they say you could just... Yeah. Just like Jacksonville Jaguars used to have. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Tarp off a yeah. couple. Cut it. Bingo. Protocity! Mm. Oh. So what do they do with the body, for real? Throw it in a dumpster. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. There's got a lot you can use on the They body. don't do much for it. Good shot. <laughs> it goes into the Jim Irsay collection. Well, I know. Big dumpster, man. No, I thought that's what they do. You melt melt it, it down into a brick. How big is that whale? Very big. 7,000 pounds. How many feet long, do they say? That's how big they get. 100 feet long? And she's at max um, capacity. Really? <laughs> 100 feet? 100, 100 feet. feet long? That, that's a yeah. blue whale. That's the biggest whale out there. Talking Tay. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Nice shot. Where's Beal? This one's for Talking Tay. Beal. Oh! Gee, that's a tough shot. Come on. Yeah. Talking Tay might be alive. Oh. Thank might you, Pat. Coming. She might the, be coming the out. The spirit of Talking Tay is here. Gumpy is back. Yes. In actual human form. Yep. It's a great day. Tomorrow's going to be even better. 27 feet is the approximate length of an adult male killer whale. And 7,000 pounds is certainly not that. It's actually 13,000 pounds. So wow. Takate lived a full children. life. Uh, Takate's dead, though. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was Takate only like three feet long because he lived in such a small little tank? She? No. She was a Buddhist. And he was a big tank. Yeah. But was she deserved it? to see the open wall. Why is she banging her head off the sides for the last 12 years? That was, that was her, her brother. Her yeah. Boyfriend. Brother? Oh. He was brother. <laughs> husband? It might have been. It could have been husband, actually. And he was banging his head because they were snipping off parts of his fins and selling them on the black oh, market. Oh, gosh. That sounds terrible. They don't do that. Yeah, Bill yes, told us. Do. Bill said the, he was going to buy a but it was too much. All right. 
Let's get out of here before you guys ruin us even more. Talk Tay doesn't deserve this on this particular Monday. Gumpy's back. This is a good positive day. Hell yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, Amen. it is. Gumpy, how's the internet reacting to today's uh, program? You know, everything that has been happening out there. How's the reaction on the internet? Great day on the internet, my friend. Great day all around, to be honest. Yeah, well, Hell except yeah. for the disrespect to Talk Tay. I mean, that's that's disgusting. Well, yeah, agreed. disrespectful, just, you know, pointing out another side of the coin. Rap sheet was the worst. Yeah, by far. I mean, not even knowing the, who the fuck Lolita was. Well, he doesn't even look at it. He doesn't work anymore. <laughs> so he's all boozed up. That's a good call. How could yeah. he? So he doesn't just – so football season, he's just on. That's mm-hmm. how it, And then every other time, it's just, yeah, we don't work. We go to Legos, camps. Like golf. Yep. We golf. Pez Museum. We walk 36 holes in a day somehow as a parent and a person with a full-time job. Vegas, Croatia. <laughs> How's that happen? September to draft and then – and then yep. he's kind of done. Exactly it. He deserves it, though. We appreciate him. I don't think he broke any news to us, but he did say some things that are of importance. Jonathan Taylor thing, nowhere near. Nope. No. Josh Jacobs, what day is it? Yeah, this feels right. Bosa? Yeah. Eh. We'll see. Al Capone, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. We taught him more <laughs> real? today than he taught us. That's all we do. That's what, that's what the offseason is with Rappaport. But I appreciate the fact that he seems to appreciate all the information. And he'll go down and hunt some stuff down. He's going to learn about Takate and Lolita, and he'll have some piece of information that none of us have had. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He'll go looking at the Jonathan Taylor situation saying, hey, he's on the bus over to Philadelphia. That's good news, right? And then he's going to snoop around. Josh Jacobs as well. He'll, go, he'll come back with some information later in the week. You better. Or he's just boozing on Nantucket for the next four days. Yeah, yeah that's a safe bet. Yeah. What a pig. How about what you said about Talk Today? You led. Yeah, he did. Why? Because I said it was kind of bitch made for not making it to the boat because that's what it should have done. About to get about to be free after 50 plus years of captivity and says, no, it's too late for me. All right, let's get out of here, huh? Talk is very considerate. Talk knew the dollars it would cost. And then also, oh my God, if Talk made the flight, think about it. You got to go live in a, a curtained off area of the ocean for a while. Like, how much does that cost? So you think Talk felt real guilt? Yes. About what was being spent and set up. And the fact that Jonathan Taylor, Talking Day probably heard the rumors that Jonathan Taylor might not be able to re-sign with the squad. So he's like, I'm going to take myself out, help the team. I think I don't even think it's TikTok Day, like big in social media. Talking Day took her own life because she knows there's a younger, more vibrant whale out there that needs rescued and said, take that one. Okay. Is Jim Jim Ine another? I hope so. He should be. There's no way. He already had the money set aside. Brother, we already had the plane, aquarium. (laughs) He could save the dolphins. Couldn't he go save dolphins from places? Aren't they? They stopped doing that stuff a lot of places, I think. And the dolphins you can actually like talk to, right? And they'll just talk right back to you. You can Mm -hmm. train them. You have a dorsal (laughs) thing? Yeah, you're like actually talking to these things. Oh, yeah. Shut down. Hey, we're getting the fuck out of here, okay? Don't hunt me. Is that all right? Sounds good. (laughs) Perfect. Those dolphins are genius. Very, very smart. Yeah. Yes, very horny. You're That's right. why we use them. They are. AJ, hey, fuck, keep it in your pants. They pal. love slapping cheeks. Listen, we understand they're looking for dorks out there, but we don't need yeah. you guys just rubbing that in everybody's face. Can you imagine if they found a dork out in the open? <laughs> that thing would tear them apart. Oh, oh, yeah, I'd kill him. How many people do Lolita attack with his her dork? She's a she. Oh, oh, oh yeah, fuck yeah. 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 you son of a bitch! Hot You're on fire. Hot today. Holy, these shit. hoops are getting bigger. That's a talk today. I like what's going. This is talk today spirit. It and is. Gumpy's back. Gumpy's back. Yeah. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Another big one. Tomorrow's going to be a big one. Huge. We got some big time guests joining us at some point this week. I think uh, Tabo. Ooh, Tim. I think there's Timmy? a chance Tabo okay. joins us this week. Even after everyone claimed that he blew up that bathroom. 
Does Timmy know about that? Well, there's, well, the, there's it, even more huh. news coming out. You know, the teammates used to run around just show them naked pictures. Like, hey, look at these boobs. Really? <laughs> yeah. At Florida. I didn't see oh, that. Was that in the new yeah, doc? Just, Has that came out yet? Hold on. I tomorrow. guess that's in episode, that a, episode four, comes out tomorrow. four of the Untold that it will be released. I watched the Balco one, Vince Conti. Mm. I watched the Jake Paul one. Won't watch the Manziel one. Okay. Because I'm a fan. Yep. yep. And I'm just going to move about. Yeah. Uh, we're on to Florida. We're on to Gators. Bingo. We're on to Urban Meyer, who I got a chance to get a sneak peek at episode one of this thing. The way they describe Urban Meyer, this guy is just football. This mm-hmm. guy is all football. Yep. That's what this guy is. That's what they pretty much say. Actually gained respect. Oh, you did? Okay. You saw the first episode? Yeah. Get, you sh- wait till you see what he did first year uh, off-season workouts. Boy, he would be in jail if he did oh. it now. Absolutely. Okay. Like the work, like the, the classic, I need to find out who wants to be here and who doesn't, mm-hmm. which we all know what that means. Okay. Who is willing to just suffer through the suck and who is not? Because the people that are kind of on the fringe are going to quit. Yep. And the people that are all in, they'll keep going. Now, the workout that we have to have people do to really find this out has to be terrible. Yeah. So what are we going to have them do? Wrestle to death, pretty much. Right. And they did that. Back in the day, I think that was a lot more common, obviously, than it is now. But, like, Urban Meyer, just he is football is pretty much how he is described. Mm -hmm. And as I'm watching him talk, I'm like, oh, this guy had no brains about anything other than football. It was awesome. You know what I mean? Just like. Is he interviewed in real time throughout it? Yeah. Okay. All of them? Like, a lot of the guys? Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Tabo's in there. Yep. It's going to be be so good. It is. It's going to be very good. It is very good. The first episode I watched, very, very good. It's four-parter. Manziel, one part. Jake Paul, one part. Balco, one part. I think Thrasher's one part. Yeah, this has been the only multi-parter, I think. Yeah, four-parter. It's good. It's good. Tao, they did that two-parter. Oh, yeah, you're right. The first part and the second part were a little different. Was that Untold? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, 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 it was. Pretty good series. Really good. Pretty good series. Yeah, they hit a lot. The Marty Fisher one was awesome, too. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I can't believe somebody yelled in his back. So, so fucked up. On the 18th tee box, right? Oh, yeah. But yeah. You know, Who was that? Those people I thought were having a good time. Some That's prick. right. Can't wait to see them again down the road sometime. Yeah. <laughs> what? I do believe a decision has been made about that golf tournament in my household by me. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to see me out in Tahoe for the next 10, 15 years. <laughs> Down the road, down the road. I don't deserve About 11, it. 11 months out? Yep. 10 months out? Yep. I don't deserve it. I, I stink at golf. It's a long time way out there. Mm-hmm. Way out there. The camaraderie is beautiful. Love that part of it. That'll be irreplaceable. But also, when I'm out there, I feel guilty because there's somebody out there that's actually worth a fuck at golf, like Brandon Bean. It's like, oh, I can't wait to hopefully one day I'll get invited out to all these other people. I'm like, Poyer. I do not. Poyer loves golf. It's not about golf. It's not about golf out there. You know that. It is. It is literally part of it. It's definitely part of it. But I'm saying everyone's not getting invited for their golf game. Yeah, but I gotta get. I gotta either get better at golf, in better shape, or get the fuck off that mountain. You know what I mean? And that's where I'm at right now. But maybe I find a swing. We got some time. Yeah, we got some time. Golf. Yeah, especially with what's cooking in the back. Whoa. Two par three holes in the back of the Thunderdome. Put in. You know. Because I thought the simulator was just going to get me right. Mm-hmm. Turns out that was not the case. Outdoors, you mean? Up. Outdoors, you got some greens out there? Oh, yeah, buddy. Shout out to Celebrity Greens. Shout out to a man named Russ Greens. <laughs> That's his yeah. actual last name. I don't know how he fell into the greens business, but 
boy, they crushed it out here. Mm-hmm. He had his trailer out front, right in front of the Thunderdome for a nice 72, 48 hours. Yep. Thought maybe this was his building. He did a great job out the back. We appreciate the hell out of him. Hell yeah. Ty's neighbor. Yes, he is. Yeah. That's awesome. Those things, oh, so those like synthetic greens they put in? Yeah. Those are amazing. They can build some crazy stuff. I guess they put sand underneath it so it reacts like an actual green. We can hold from 250 in. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. 250 oh, yeah. in. As and we, we got a bunch of sand out there in case we need to retreat those greens, you know, maybe slow them down, speed them up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Making putts out there? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Game changer. It's awesome. Happy Gumpy's here. Let's yeah, go. Me too. Gumpy, yeah. if it wasn't for you, none of this happens. No okay. chance. You know what I mean? Nope. 446 days deported. Oh. That's awesome. Over and done with. We spaceships don't come equipped with rear view mirrors. Bingo. They dip. That's right. We ain't going back. Never. Never. Well, except for, I mean, Toronto's a pretty cool place. We'll yeah. probably want to travel up there at least. I don't know. Montreal. 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 What about like, yeah. Christmas and Saskatoon? No, he, yeah. he, he shouldn't cross that border because he doesn't know if he's getting back. Apparently, a whistler is also a Is that real? Whistler. Does he have to worry? Does Gump have to worry no, if he goes back for real? As long as I got those two pieces of paper, I'm uh, free to go and do whatever I like. Yeah, he's like real human. Which is cool. Yeah. It's and, amazing. And if the threat comes up. Real American human. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, are you, are you in the process of trying to become a citizen? Is that how, how it works? I think I can get a green card after this visa. Whoa. 10,000 hours felt like 10,000 days. That's right. For our guy Gumpy as he was deported out of the U.S. of A. 10,704? Is that what that said? Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. That's how many hours? 642,240 minutes kicked out of our country. <laughs> million bazillion trillion (laughs) seconds breathing Canadian air not allowed to inhale any America that man sat in Victoria Canada in 32 different homes for 10,704 hours Mm -hmm. he's finally back baby gone hell yeah boys good to be home good to be home my friend that 10,000 hours thing is Macklemore I think 10,000 like 10, 10, 864 minutes. Till NFL. Oh, oh, yeah. That was a good bar. The AI one didn't, no. didn't go as much as I thought it really? would. Really? No, no, no. It, it did not. What's that all about? People know. are over AI? Darts on the board. Yeah, the, uh, the superconductors has really taken over. When's that happening? Uh, that is currently happening. What's going on? We're recharging my Hummer quickly? Yeah, they're just trying to implement it into all the stuff that they can actually get out there for. How about Russia couldn't make it to the moon? Losers! Oh! oh no! Idiots! Look at that! 1969! Fools! Are you got a war to worry about? The microwave? The oh. microwave was debuted in 1967. Mm-hmm. Okay, internet much later. 1969, we made it all the way yep. to the fucking moon. No questions asked. None. Here in 2023... Putin couldn't get Uh-oh. an unmanned object to land on the moon without crashing right into it. Dipshit. Ty, this, this type of stuff's really got to get you jacked up on a weekend. It does. We always know it. I mean, it's about the man inside the box, or the men inside the box. And uh, these Russian astronauts, if you want to call them that, didn't have what it fucking Cosmonauts. Was. Cosmonauts, sure. Uh, yeah, you know, they just, they weren't Buzz. They weren't Neil. They weren't Michael. Okay, if you could grab any of those three guys, shit, we could dig up Neil Armstrong's corpse. <laughs> And put him inside a you know one of Elon Musk's missiles right now, and I guarantee he he'd fucking go spend the next three months on the moon. Really, he's parking it, dead body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Wow, that's he's crazy. Still, just got enough you know intrinsic juice in him. He knows exactly. He closes his eyes. He can 
fucking tell you exactly <laughs> how to get back to the moon. The only one, right? Yeah. The only couple. No, I mean, then you obviously need uh, Buzz to land the lunar module and, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, if you're talking... What about the technology, though? 1969? 1969, we were able to... Ma- we they just don't able- make them like they used to. That's the problem. What's... Mm? No, what with the technology? What you make them? People. What, what are you, what? Well, just you know, spaceships, uh, rocket ships, the the components, the parts. Uh, and again, you know, it's it's less about the actual the slingshot, the slingshot method. You know, the yeah, uh, sure. the telemetry. It's less about that kind of mm-hmm. stuff than it is about the the man commanding the mission. And I think that's what we learned this weekend. Boom, astronaut, explorer, rocket scientist, American, American hero. Couldn't say it better myself. Buzz Aldrin. I believe that's Neil Armstrong. Oh, it's just his no, it is. That is but, well. Put fucking Neil up there because Buzz gets all the <laughs> he gets all the fanfare. But you know that was Neil's mission. How did we do it? I guess never really know. No, nice. we've been back since. No, no. We, we I mean we went there once and said fuck it. We we got everything we needed to do. Nothing these guys up hitting here. golf balls up there. What we fucking you know paying all all this taxpayer dollars for these guy guys go up there and act like it's a. A fucking weekend at Bernie's away from their wives playing golf. What do the Red Hot Chili Peppers say? You know, Hollywood, like a lot of people, you know what I mean? Yeah, but those guys were all hopped up on heroin and shit like that when they wrote that. So I don't know if I buy, you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, what? I mean, it's a great song. Don't get me wrong. They're not the only people that say that, though. A lot of people. No, a lot of people said, yeah, fucking Kubrick directed this on a, you know, a studio lot in Century City. That's what people said? Yeah, a lot of people say that's horseshit, okay? Kubrick never shot anything over here. He's always in London. You think we're going to fucking send our guys over to England to fucking act like we went to the moon? I don't think so. Not a chance. Look at that. Not even a question. No, none. That's fake, Ty. Whoa. You know it's Whoa. fake. Well, yeah, yeah. Fox. this one is obviously doctored. That's not the real picture. I mean, that's... That's for know. a golf podcast. Exactly. It's a joke. Yeah. Somebody got a hold of that. That's There's a show. Solely Solomon in the No Laying Up podcast using that. <laughs> Frankie and foreplay. Exactly. Yeah. They're saying, like, golf is universal. Right. Fucking DB and the, the, the junkies, you know? Yes. Bingo. All those guys. Definitely made it to the moon in 1969, though. Without question. Without a doubt. If you don't believe me, go watch First Man. You're right. Yep. Can't argue it. Yep. Mm-hmm. AJ, what do you think? Have we really not sent any other humans to step on the moon? Why in those three? There was nothing nope. up there. Two? No, no but, nobody. Really? Anybody's made it. I mean, it's it is intriguing. The more you the more you question it, it is. Uh, there's a lot of different crazy things out there. The I more who it. questions you're questioning it. You, you, the way you are questioning. No, I'm just no. letting Ty do his thing. No, this I think we went. Thing. I'm with Ty. I, I think we were there. I think we were. Did, yeah, and I, if you want to act like you, we didn't go to the moon, you fucking remember what's in Buzz's right hand. Yep, lightning. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did punch this guy right in the suckle. He did. Socked him real good. Hard. I'm just asking the questions as a host of a program because I know one of my guys here is literally maybe the most impassioned fan of us definitely going to the moon in 1969 before, you know, really anything else was operable that we currently use on Earth right now. That's what's so crazy. I mean, we basically fucking went to the moon inside of a tin can. With a couple, you know, wires attached to, you know, a couple buttons that, you know, who knows what those things were doing. But we did it because the men inside there, you know, they just, they had the will. They said, hey, what are, I, what, are we just going to fucking turn around right now? No, yeah. we're going to the moon. Buzz, shit, the lunar module, that thing damn near didn't even work. He said, you know what, fucking, I'll just freehand this thing. We'll get down here. Don't worry about it. Really, and like Maverick, did. like whenever they had to free, yeah. exactly. aim the thing? Yeah. Exactly. And what does Maverick always say? 
It's about the man inside the box. <laughs> so you're telling me that the technology for the lunar thing didn't work. Yeah, no, well, there, I mean, it worked, but there was some sort of hiccup, you know, so... They, so it couldn't even operate the one thing that is... Well, it just eyeballed it? He just yeah. eyeballed it all the way, yep, all the way down? Did. But yep. the rocket was able to work all the way to the moon, mm-hmm. but the thing and that was inside of it too. was not able to back. operate. It's called yeah. telemetry, AJ. We're in a sleep mode. Astronauts oh. explain why nobody has visited the moon in 50 years, and the reasons are depressing. The last time a person visited the moon was in 1972. Okay, so it has been back okay, during NASA's Apollo 17. Astronauts say the reasons humans yeah. haven't returned are budgetary and political, not scientific so, or technical. What Thank else? you. End of discussion. I, I agree. There we go. I believe it. Oh, and there's theories, too. I might have found something on the moon. Yeah, I got Whoa. scared, told not to come back. Bingo. The dark side. <laughs> and if there was someone going back up, let's say who was a commie country. Who says they don't shoot them down before they even get there? Oh, you're saying maybe that's the aliens. Oh, you crash it. No, actually, no. you got shot. Yeah, we're making you crash. Dead. Sorry. This is our man. Two more commies. Drop so they'd a, manned, they'd a manned craft go down? No. Unmanned. Oh, okay. Unmanned. Yeah, just a tin can sent up. That happens all the time, I feel like. Not in the moon. Nope. Not in the moon. Nope. Let's get out of here. That was a good way to end this whole thing. We definitely went to the moon in 1969. We yeah. did. Yep. All in favor of that belief, say aye. 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 Foxy. Foxy's Foxy. the only one. I don't know. You asked a lot of good questions there. Foxy's a fool. <laughs> He's a fool. That was a lot of good questions. All right, and he might as well be a goddamn chicom if he won't stand <laughs> up and say, yeah, our boys did go to the moon. Yeah. We won the fucking space race, Foxy. Sorry, okay? You know, you fucking... You, Pledge your allegiance to the CCP no. or the fucking Russians <laughs> no. if you got such an issue with this. That's my now, guy Fox. right Son there. Do it now, Fox. That is my Don't guy right there. It. What does Gallagher say? That's what I need to know. Oh, when I know, know what, what Gallagher says. says about if we've been to the moon or He's not. He's a space guy. What do you I, fucking think? Yeah, we then, went to the moon. He's a war hero. <laughs> a, I'm happy we got to this point of the yeah. show. This is really good. Excited for this on ESPN. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. That'll be fun. People are going to be so yep. mad. Think about the other astronaut community. You guys mm-hmm. only got 400 things wrong. We're like, well, we have a corrections guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. That's on him. <laughs> Go ahead, Bruce. Directing the Bruce. Uh, it's actually not telemetry. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. Things are going to work. All right, let's get out of here. We've ruined enough lives today. Sure. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. The bucket's getting big. We're doing very large giveaways like for... The first week and a half we're on ESPN starting September 7th. Remember, mm-hmm. that has been announced, yep. Yep. which is 17 days away, which is also the same day as NFL football coming back. Yep. We cannot wait. We are thankful and excited. And I appreciate all the terrible things people are saying about me on the Internet yet again, as we announce the date that we're going live on ESPN. I think, you know, you should have a little bit of faith that the program is going to remain the program. But I do appreciate your passion for this particular program being one that you enjoy and love because we are uh, a group of idiots that have chit-chatted about sports in a way that is literally to make us laugh. Mm -hmm. And we're thankful that you have joined us. There's a lot of people that have told me they won't watch our show anymore because us saying fuck was why they watched. I want to let you know, I do appreciate your fanhood. I don't think you're really a fan of the show, more so of a word. But other than that, there's really going to be zero change Mm -hmm. to the program. And, uh, I guess nobody really has any faith in that being the case because how different things have obviously been throughout the history. But I don't think in the history of this type of shit has the actual person that's on the microphone been the one doing the negotiating. So, like, 
Obviously, there's been other deals that have happened between, you know, shows that operate in the fashion that we do or businesses that operate in the fashion we do with large corporations. I believe it involves a lot of suits and agents and negotiations behind the scenes, things being agreed to that the talent or somebody that has to be on a microphone has to learn about later and kind of know this is a little bit different situation, I think. I hope you give us a little bit of faith and we cannot fucking wait to start. It is going to be electrifying. Thursday live. Thursday night, NFL football. Yep. Friday live, Mm -hmm. Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Here we go. Cannot wait. Yeah. Friday night, Jim Irsay, obviously Chris Angel, and potentially talking to him. Saturday morning, game day somewhere. Saturday night, uh, Alabama, Texas primetime. We're going to be live on the field. Then Monday, obviously, overreaction Monday to the first lineup of Sunday games. And then Jets and Bills on Monday night football. 17 days away. Yeah. Let's go. You know what I mean? We are in a great here. It is here. It's time. But still. A little bit. A little bit. These two weeks are going to fly. Be here before you know it. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. Definitely. And that's our thoughts while we're watching all these preseason games, too. Like, this is good football. Mm -hmm. This is fun. Yes. We're watching football. Yes. I wonder if the Americans got talent last night whenever there was a game on. Can't take any more. Yeah. There's a drummer from Atlanta. Was I might as well watch that. Got a golden buzzer. Oh, nice. Right straight to the top. Had to do that. That's awesome. Good. Yeah, good for them. Is he playing like like his normal drum? Bongo. Oh, oh cool. cool. Oh. With a whole. It was really good. Nice. That was really good. Love that show. But we won't be doing that in 17 days. We're watching games. Amen. Because right? we know the people. Mm-hmm. And there's real things on the line. That's right. Hell yeah. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Big show. Be a friend, tell a friend something nice. It might change your life. Goodbye.